still says we're offline. Well, now it should say we're live. Does it? Mm, not yet, but I'm going to say, all right, I'm going to guess that we are, uh, despite the fact that uh, on our streaming service, it still says we are offline. But I am not going to worry about that. I'm going to welcome everybody back to another quarantine cast with Brian and Cody. He, of course, is the Cody of the equation. I am Brian of the equation. And uh, this is it. We are very excited to be back. And by we are back, it's because Cody, freshly shorn and back from uh, NerdFest, self-imposed a remote NerdFest, which is very, uh, very exciting. Um, good to have you back, Cody. How are you? Nice to see you. You look very, you look very nice with your haircut. Yeah, I'm a risk taker. I like to live on the edge, get my hair cut once in a while. All right. And it's, probably then, last, it's probably the last haircut before the baby. Oh, yeah, because this is, well, this is your second haircut since the pandemic. I'm sure mm -hmm. people will be excited because you won't be playing with your hair as much as you used to. Or, mm -hmm. And by used to, I mean last time we did this. Mm -hmm. Now, for the, first of all, let me get this out of the way. I want to thank you. If I sound better tonight, it's because I'm using this uh, new microphone that uh, you have uh, lent me. I put it into use, started it the last Friday was its first, was its inaugural run on uh, WTMJ. And it worked out very well. The only thing I had to do was boost my, boost my volume a little, but I do like not hearing a lot of things in the background of the, uh, of the room. That's nice. Not a lot of rumbling, which is fantastic. So thank you very much. You, uh, you're welcome. You literally sound like you're in a radio studio, actually. It didn't really strike me until just now when you started doing your Brian, I'm on yeah. the air kind of thing. <laughs> do I do that, Brian, out of on the air kind of thing? A little bit. I'm actually jealous because now you sound way better than me because I'm like, this is my backup mic because my actual recording setup is, as we know, in my closet, right. um, which may change next time next week maybe different so okay. uh, we'll see but yeah this is my backup mic so uh you're you're really like blown out of the water right now Listen, very impressive I'm, start, I'm trying to be i'm trying to become a uh you know working out working out of the house because the the guy up in milwaukee said uh you know i know you can't do it this time because uh, long story short i got a really late call i'd gotten out of bed about quarter to 8 30 on friday because i was sleeping in a little got my coffee talked to debbie came upstairs there was an email from the station. Hey, can you can you email us back? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. And all of a sudden, my phone starts blowing up, as the kids like to say. And it was my boss from up there. He's like, I need to talk to you right now. Okay. Um, well, you know, COVID is ravaging Major League Baseball. And it started last week on the St. Louis Cardinals, who were supposed to play the Brewers. Uh, so the game had been postponed. Turns out the whole weekend was canceled. But... Um, they, they needed somebody to do noon to three. And I was like, all right, you know, it's perfect. The commute is great. He's like, I know you can't do it today because you've got to prep, but you can start coming into the building if you want. And I'm like, eh, I'm good. I like it here. Everything sounds great. They're very happy with how things sound uh, because of the equipment and everything. And, and our good buddy, Craig Collins, helping me, uh, helped me get it all set up. And now with the microphone that you have, uh, you have lent me, everything sounds great. So why would I ever leave? Um, the legendary broadcaster Max Armstrong in the chat asking, "What kind of mic is it? Uh, what did I lend you? A the Sennheiser, Sennheiser, Sennheiser uh, Dynamic MD forty six. MD forty six. Yep. Sennheiser MD forty six. Yeah, it's solid. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, bought myself the little. Uh, I didn't have a, one of the little clips for the top of my mic stand, but now I do. So yeah, it's. Uh, thank you again. It's uh, looking good. Hi, Patricia. Patricia jumping in. Always good to hear from Max. Can I just sidebar? 
Uh, Max Armstrong, one of the legendary broadcasters and uh, a nice guy. Forget forget his legendary broadcast career. Let's just uh, let's just lay it out. Max is a good guy, so it's always nice to see Max jumping by. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Tina. Trina, rather. Uh, there's Susan. Hello, Susan. Oh, Susan throwing you under the bus, Cody. Slight echo from Cody. I don't know if you know this, Susan. He's using his backup microphone. The quarantine cast does not rate Cody's right primary now. microphone. He gets the you get the get the backup microphone with Cody. Oh, we, oh wow, you must be feeling insecure if you put the headphones on. Super insecure. Yeah, man. Now I'm all headphoned up. Now my hair is Now I have to play with it. No reason for you to feel insecure. I spent a good portion. I know you didn't watch last week, and we're going to get into uh, to your uh, remote nerd fest that you had last week. But I spent a good portion of last week's uh, brief show praising your new home. I stopped by to drop something off, mm. and your home is gorgeous. I didn't see the Thank inside, you. but the outside is uh, the outside. The backyard, you never really have to go inside because the backyard yeah. is, is great. It's really, really nice. The Thanks, neighborhood yeah, is terrific. The, uh, the whole thing. It was very nice. Thank I you. I also yeah, talked about your beer fridge. Good beer fridge. Oh, I will. Uh, I'll snap some photos of that so I can get it on the. Uh, I can get on the quarantine cast because it's a. It's a good. It's a good time. Yeah, dude, I'm loving the backyard. And uh, I saw you. Uh, I will rave about seeing you in person. It's always very nice. But I will also say, uh, I have given you a hard time because you'll come on and then you'll talk about how crazy long your hair is and how it's totally out of control. And I look at you and I'm always just like, "What are you?" I'm. I'm just like, I'm always just like, what are you talking about, Brian? Like, it looks exactly the same. When I saw you in person, it does not look exactly <laughs> the same. Brian no, not. is, whew, Brian is, it's, it's way, like the camera does not do it justice. No. Brian's got some hair. It's all over the place. I don't even yeah. know. Your, uh, your lovely wife asked if I was going for the Deadwood look. Because at that point, my, my mustache had curved down a little bit. It wasn't full handlebar. It was just a little bit lower. And then my hair was long and brushed back. She was like, oh, are you going for the Deadwood look? And I hadn't thought of it that way, but that's not a bad look. I'll go, you know, I'll go old Western if I have to. I've decided no haircut till we have a new president. Could be 100 days. <laughs> could be 100 days. Could be four more years. Uh, and by uh, then, <laughs> if that happens, man, I'm going to look uh, I'm going to look like a lunatic. But you may have yeah, more your, house was, your house was really nice. It was very, very nice. So uh, every time we see your office, it looks a little bit different, uh, more organized. Everything's going. And last uh, last we talked, they were going to blow out one of your walls. Have they done that yet? That's happening tomorrow. Oh, really? So that is why. So next week, you're going to get an entirely different setup. So, I mean, the place looks pretty empty behind me right now because, uh, well, there's the top of my chair. But uh, other than my chair... Um, looks pretty empty because I moved a lot of stuff into the closet because uh, they're going to be blasting out this whole wall, a uh, big sliding glass door, and then a small uh, outdoor deck on my second floor, which will be, gonna be awesome. Nice. Um, but at that point, I'm going to flip my desk in a different direction. And uh, assuming I get all the decor finalized, it's going to be a pretty impressive shot next week. So Now, will the, will the primary broadcast center still have to stay in the closet? Is that an acoustic thing or what's going on with that? It will, isn't it? It is an acoustic thing, but I am working on plans to figure out how to make it a little more, a little less closety. Okay. A little less closety. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like the, 
Really You'll like have to that. let me know. I have the window open uh, next to me. So if things get too loud, because some guy just won't mind. Okay, good. Well, that's, it's the microphone. It's, I'm a professional broadcaster, Cody. Good know. mic. It is a great mic. It's a great mic. Thank you. All right. So the big question last week, even though we talked about it the week before and everybody knew you were not going to be here, it was an excused absence. Your mom had sent a note. Your wife had sent a note. Everybody, everybody mm-hmm. we knew uh, knew that you weren't going to be here. People were still flummoxed. Where's Cody? What happened to Cody? So uh, normally every year you go to uh, Gen Con which I mm-hmm. years ago nicknamed NerdFest. Mm-hmm. That's not happening this year. So what what did you do instead? Yeah, for obvious reasons. Well, you know, a, a 60,000 gamer convention in downtown Indianapolis, um, probably not smart right now uh, during <laughs> the pandemic, kind of a lot of people. However, three to four friends who have been almost entirely completely quarantined and isolated for the last three months, stopping by and visiting me and staying here for a couple of days. Uh, we figured that risk was maybe worth it considering a, it's a lot, well, a, uh, we otherwise wouldn't see each other this year. Right. Like at all. Um, B last chance for me to do anything social before I have a baby and <laughs> am even more quarantined for three months. Mm. Um, and then C or three, was I in numbers or letters? I don't even remember, but, uh, do them both. I like C3. C3? throw a PO uh, in there and it fits with NerdFest. C3, there was some PO going on. There was some BO going B-O. on uh, when Good we didn't shower because there's a bunch of dudes, you know what I'm saying? But uh, oh. yeah, um, <laughs> me neither. So uh, anyway, we had a, we hosted a few people for the weekend. We're all alive. Uh, no one has tested positive for COVID. It was a very good mental. It was it was. You know, you always know, everyone always says like, you know, some people are saying they're willing to, you know, maybe take risks because it's like, oh, you know, like seeing your friends is so important or, you know, I can't be that isolated. It's mental health. And, and like, I get that. And for the most part, I still will resist seeing people. You will too. Right. I am doing it. Listen, when, when I came to your house, I would not go in. Correct. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's gatherings with their family and friends who they thought were in a safe bubble, and now those that's where we're seeing spikes. So I don't know what to do, but I, um, I also think I'm the only guy who's not doing stuff. We lost your sound for one second. Uh, so you'll see How some can that possibly be? But there's like a five to ten second delay in um in What did you do, chat. Cody? Did you cut me off because um, I sound better? No, no, no. I switched uh, I switched microphones, so you were out for a second. But now you're back. Oh, uh, yeah. So see, now people are already in your back. So what people missed you saying was that uh, you – you'll have to say it again – that you hit a wall with 
Yeah, yeah. I, I just hit the wall with being at home, and I want to go somewhere. And every time I start feeling that way, then I pull back, and I'm like, I can't. I just, I, I can't do it. You know, I yeah. don't want to yeah. be. Even though we are, because we were supposed to be leaving next Wednesday to go to New Orleans, mm -hmm. and we canceled the hotel, we canceled the flight, we canceled the trip. But now we're thinking of maybe going at the end of the month and driving because we'd be in the car. And when we get there, we'd be staying at Molly's, who's been working at home since she moved there. She hasn't been out. Uh, the only place we'd go is to the grocery store or to pick up food, which is what we do here. And then we'd get in the car and drive back. So we're, we're weighing the risk rewards because it's her birthday at the end of the month. So we wanted mm. to go see that and see the dog and um, just get the hell out of here for a couple of days, you know? You know, I, I just opened my window. Do you hear deafening cicadas? It's I, not too bad. I hear, I hear them, but I don't know if they're mine too. Because oh, I raise okay. cicadas. I actually raise just them. outside. Yeah, I raise them. I have, uh, I have a colony of about 7,000. A cicada farm. Yes, a cicada farm, and I'm training them to uh, do attack things. Did you happen to see that in, uh, I think it was in North Carolina, there was some uh, zombie cicadas that were infected with some sort of fungus, and so they were on the loose now too? Wait, T. gandhii? Who was uh -huh? Was it Toxoplasma gandhii? I, wow, I don't know. Hold on, that better not be. That's trouble. That's Why, what, what does that mean? T. gandhii cicada. Just put zombie cicadas. Oh, it better not be Toxoplasma gondii. Uh, cicada zombie. Here we go. Zombie cicadas under the influence of, oh, Massapora, a psychedelic fungus. It's a mind-controlling fungus. <sighs> okay. Right on. Well, could, be, could be worse. I'll look into that. Anyway, back to what I was going to say. What I was going to say is yes. uh, about the about the seeing friends thing. Yes. Um, I've never been one that's like, I have to see people or I'll go crazy. Like, no, we've been pretty well quarantined. <laughs> but I will say when I saw a couple of my friends, like when my buddy John walked in at the door, not Icebag John, I don't care about him. The other John, the good John uh, from Game Life Balance US. Yes. When John walked in the door, like it was, uh, there, was a, there was a real feeling. Um, it was really good to see them. So I am glad that we took a, a nominal risk uh, to host a few of my friends. And now I look forward to never seeing them again. Because so now are you going to... Are you going to wait uh, a couple of days and get a test or are you just going to cross your fingers? They've been gone for a few days now. I don't know. Um, none of them have symptoms. I don't have symptoms. I, I don't know. I, if we have like, I don't know. What's a test going to do? I'm not going anywhere in the next week and a half. So it's true. But you uh, know, if you were positive, then you could uh, also quarantine yourself from your bride. Yeah, but she was around too. So it's kind of like uh, one of those things. Yeah. You think it'd be I worth thought of you guys today. I thought of you guys today, and I don't want to be. I I, I don't want to dwell. There was a, a story on the news, and I know you don't watch the news because it's fake news, mainstream uh, media. But uh, there uh, was there were stories about women who were positive, COVID nineteen positive, giving birth, and so they they gave birth, and they like quick showed the showed the mom the baby, went hey the baby, and then they took the baby away. And the mom hasn't seen the baby other than by phone and FaceTime in a week because the baby's down in the nursery uh, isolated and the mom is sitting there. Mom, Mom's isolated, too. Don't like that. I know. That's not a good story. 
So what games no. did you, what games did you play? Monopoly, shoots and ladders, sorry, Jenga. Yeah. What did you play? What, 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 what games get played at Nerdfest? We so it's uh, so actually Icebag John, uh, the notorious um, sociopath that occasionally yes. has appeared on our show. Um, Icebag John really wanted to watch an anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, it sounds okay. weird and obscure. It's actually a hugely popular anime in and outside of Japan. Um, the manga, okay. the comic it's based on, has been running for like 50 years. So um, really big. Um, anyway, he's been looking for an excuse to marathon it. And when Icebag John has a goal that he wants to accomplish, uh, everyone <laughs> else's goal or desire is totally irrelevant. So uh, we had that on a lot. Okay. Um, because that's just the way we work. But it was funny because, like, at Gen Con, there there usually is at least one anime room. Oh yeah, where you just go and it just runs anime like twenty four hours. So he was like, "Great, I've got the anime room now." So it it was funny. Okay. So anime happened. Um, we played a the board game version of Sid Meier's Civilization, uh, which is a really good video game I like that I've been playing a lot lately on my Nintendo Switch. Oh, and. Um, we played a game called Castles, where you build a castle with tiles that you place uh, turn by turn. It's pretty fun. Huh. Um, more, more strategic than you'd think. Uh, and a couple other games you've definitely never heard of. No, I, but, I haven't um, heard of any of those. Well, that's good. No. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad this was your big, uh, your big last blowout before fatherhood. Mm -hmm. Not that you won't have blowouts after you become a father, but not initially, probably. Not yeah. you know. And uh, Now, the question I raised last week was if you wore your cloak. I should have. Did the cloak not make an appearance last week? How about the doctor, uh, the doctor horrible sing-along medley costume? Nah, no, we didn't, I didn't cosplay. No cosplay. No. Did no, you have I didn't any... wear pants either. What's that? I didn't wear pants either. Ooh, all right. The whole time. None of so, us did. It was a. Did you bring in any? Special. I know you always like the costumed anime ladies that come to Gen Con. Did any of those come by? No. Sadly, although I have a cardboard cutout of one, I should really? find. Or did I get rid of that because I realized I was married? Probably, yeah. That sounds like something that went before. <laughs> and that if it might be in my that might be in my podcast closet, I might walk over there the next time we get into a story. Yes, I would love to. I'd uh, love for to see if there's a cardboard cutout of an anime woman. Me too. Very, very exciting. Uh, all right, we'll go quickly. What's happening in the news? Uh, the schools are going to open remotely in Chicago and everywhere else. Uh, some places are doing hybrid, some are in person. It's going really well in the places that they've opened down south. The schools down south that have opened really well. And by that, I mean they're already within a day uh, reporting cases of COVID. So sarcasm I detected a, a lot of sarcasm. Uh, mm. The pictures coming out of some of the hallways of the schools uh, look like hallways in schools. Quite frankly, we've all been there uh, jam packed, especially in Georgia. Uh, I saw two or three masks out of the hundreds of children. One of the it was either the principal or the uh, superintendent of one of the districts interviewed said, yeah, the pictures don't make it look too good, uh, but we're trying. <laughs> OK. Um, but yeah, I know it's a, I know it's a thorn in the side of a lot of people and people are, uh, here's, here's what I will say about it. If you're blaming the teachers saying they don't want to go back to work because they're lazy, you're wrong. You're a thousand percent wrong. The teachers, any teacher who is voicing concern about not wanting to go back is cause they weren't, uh, they weren't trained for this. 
This is not, they're not, they're not paid to put their health on the line to educate children. They don't want, they don't want children to get sick. And if you think remote learning is hard, try doing a version of remote learning while you're in a classroom. Because if you haven't been in a classroom lately, you may forget that a lot of learning is done very close where teachers are over a child's shoulder or they're sitting at their table or children are sitting elbow to elbow, knee to knee to read to each other. Uh, school is a, a very high contact place. Not in a mean. You know, you substitute it all the time. Yes, I'm in enough classrooms to know, and I've been, I've had kids, you know, as I'm helping them work, whether it's second grade or fifth grade or whatever. Right, you're right next to them, and if you can't do that, you know, remote learning is going to be tough. Got into this uh, discussion with my mom. My mom actually had an idea, and I don't think it was hers. I think she heard it somewhere else, but I agreed with it. Rush Limbaugh, all right. huh? Rush Limbaugh. Uh, no, but oh, don't. <laughs> I have a I have a uh, conservative radio tie in with my mom later as I because I've spent three of the last five days at my mom's house. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, she's fine. But and I'll tell yeah, you I was what, but, yes, there is a high, uh, big, big conservative tie in there, like ultra right wing tie in. And it has to do with beats. There's the tease. Um, but she heard somewhere that, uh, you know, well, the teachers should have to be in their classrooms. And I agree with that. There's my hot take. I'm all for remote learning, but the teachers can go in because nobody's going to be in the building other than the staff. They're going in. I know the, the school I teach at, they're going into the building. Uh, they're opening the building next week. It's been disinfected and the teachers are going in to set up their rooms. So my, my thought is if you are, uh, if you're doing remote learning in your district, the teachers can come in. You're in your own room. Nobody comes in or out. You know it's been cleaned. You can go to the bathroom. You can put your lunch in the refrigerator in the lounge and then get your lunch and eat at your eat in your room, which a lot of teachers do anyway. And just say, okay, in the morning, the teacher is is online constantly. We're gonna do our reading and our math, all the all the big core subjects in the morning. And I'll do the lesson. All the kids will make sure all the kids are there and the schools need to be responsible for calling the house and going, Hey man, Cody's not in class again today. We need him to connect. He's got to get on. All the kids are there. You do the lesson and then you let the kids start doing their work just like you would if they were in front of you in class. And if a kid raises his hand, you can talk to him. You can then, uh, there, there's a lot of ways to do it, but that way it, it will feel for the children more official. Um, there will be less distractions, which will help the teachers because it's it's got to be unbelievably difficult to try to teach uh, from home over your computer. And Gene is right. Most teachers love to teach. They want they want to be in school. Uh, I'm getting uh, Jim is Jim <laughs> Jim is uh, calling me out for looking bored while you were talking about your games. I uh, I apologize. I know. I think I think what he was saying is that your face looks fascinated, and it's so obvious. Or I glazed are, over because I had no idea what you were talking about. You're so captivated by what I'm saying when I'm talking about menopause in Ray's Arcana, or when I'm talking about Ray's Arcana building an engine in The Godfather. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. When I'm building an engine in Seasons with uh, with all my deck building, my deck building games. See, I I I. 
I've never heard of that. And it doesn't say, I don't know how it's a game, but I'm sure it is. I'm not discounting it. Everybody's got, you know, I, I was going out during high school. I wasn't sitting at home. So I didn't. Girls? Yeah. Sorry. By my hmm. senior year. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I recently discovered what they are. Very interesting. Curious species. They are strange beings. Hmm. So there's, there's the, the school thing that you, you, now you've got a school right down the block from you, literally a couple houses away. Are you, are you happy now that there won't be children walking by your uh, house every day and every after every morning and afternoon? Nah, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm chill about it. Um, when we moved in, it was summer. So school was out. So there were no kids and now there will continue to be no kids. My only question is on the street, it says one way street on school days between 8am and 4pm. Now during the school year, Hmm. Does this mean that it's a one-way street Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m.? Or is it on school days when school is in session? People are there, right? That is a very good question. Now, if the building is open and there is staff there, does that count as a school day? Right. If the the principal and the uh, office uh, people are there and if the teachers are in the classroom, does that count? You know what? That's a question for your local municipality, Coach. Mm. For your police department or your uh, your alderman or your mayor, whatever it is, okay. that's a good question though. Because I turned, you know, I turned and went the wrong way, but I came to your house on a Sunday, which is traditionally right. not a school day. Traditionally, yeah. But Except then I Sunday did school. donuts and lay a patch as I was leaving. I remember that you laid a patch in my backyard too. Do you mind picking that up next time you come? I just I'm like a dog. I like to mark my territory. Mm-hmm. I like the Duke's a hazard. Your backyard. I take the General Lee back there. Paint it over the top, by the way. Paint it over the roof. Don't cancel me. Oh, right. It's right. just an no, orange car that says zero one on the door. Nothing on the top. Uh, yeah. Did a couple did a couple donuts. Your backyard is big enough to do some donuts. You could have like a go-kart, <laughs> a little, little go-kart racing track back there. It's crazy big. I'm, uh, yeah, I love it. Love it. Can't wait to build a treehouse in five years-ish. Yeah. Well, you have, I, I uh, mentioned the tr- the swing that's on this tree and that tree I can't I can't even fathom a guess of how tall that tree is. Eight feet? No, it's well, all I'm on the like thirty feet. I'm on the second floor, and if I'm looking out, it is dark out there, but I would guess the swing is screwed in. It's screwed in to a yeah. branch. Like actually screwed in and it's not looped over the branch. It's screwed in. Right. And it's gotta be screwed in a full story above me. At least 10, 15 feet above oh, me. Yeah, so, the chain is the chain is crazy long. The, oh, the chain is, is it's ridiculous. And then the tree goes, it's gotta be five or six stories tall, honestly. Yeah. So no, it looks old growth. Yeah. Um anything yeah, like, anything like, in the yeah. news pique your interest? Did you watch the Axios interview with uh with the president? <laughs> I saw a clip, I couldn't believe it. My heart broke yesterday with that video from Lebanon. Yeah, that was and then seeing more footage today, it's like, oh my god! That was uh, that was that was that was really that was tough to watch because one of my one of my um, my dad's coworkers, a good family friend of ours, is from Lebanon, so I immediately thought of him. And yeah. you know, I'm like, does he have family there? So I I've been working late every night this week, but I've been meaning to call my parents. I was going to ask about him, but hopefully he's he's doing all right. But man, that was I mean, watching the video was brutal. And like, I will say. Because I was describing it to some people on a text thread that I'm on, and I was like, I mean, this is way worse than 9-11. But the fatalities have been relatively low. 
Yeah, I think because the warehouse was so so far out on the dock, it wasn't in a highly populated area because the reports today said it was 10,000 times more of that chemical than took down the Oklahoma City building. Good God, yeah. So it was, well, did, you um, see the, did you see the video of the bride? Yeah. Horrible. Unreal. Um, I mean, thank God more people weren't hurt. Uh, so it was as bad as it was like, that was the silver lining. When I looked at like, you know, the deaths, it's just like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, it is, you know. it is amazingly low for the amount of damage that that did. And the, just the sight of the cloud and the, the burst and the, the, it was crazy. It's uh, someone mapped on Twitter. Someone mapped it on the city of Chicago to show the radius and it shows like the inner radius is like where there were fatalities and where it was basically incinerated then the outer radius of uh heavy damage reported you know and then the outer radius behind that of like some damage reported and if you look at it the very outer bubble where it's like some impact or broken windows the outer, the outer bubble is next to o'hare it's yeah. just east, it's just east of o'hare so like if you think of it in chicago terms like imagine it going off hitting most of everything in the city up through like uptown and then the outer radius going up through Evanston um, and all the way east to uh, to like Brookfield. Like, you That's know, I really, I really hope that kind of stuff isn't sitting around. Yeah. Some Not that much. Well, maybe it was stored incorrectly, but it's been, it was there. I think they said six years it's been sitting in this warehouse. It was confiscated yeah. off a ship and it's been sitting there. Uh, your mom is asking if uh, now the other thing I did last week besides praising your house was throw you under the bus because it was uh, 98 degrees when I was visiting you. You had a full beer fridge and you did not offer me one. Uh, your mom wants to know oh, didn't. did he offer you a beer this visit? Uh, it was I only went the one visit. I only went uh, a week ago Sunday, so Wait it was the one minute. visit. Uh, and I probably you know based on that, who knows when I'll go back. I am sure I offered you. I wouldn't have opened the beer fridge. Casey came out and offered me a water about uh, as we were starting to wrap up. There's no way I would have opened the beer fridge. I've been like, you showed me all the beer. You showed me all the beer, uh, and you didn't know you did not. And I I called you out on it. I got to be honest. Now now that I'm looking right at you, I called you out on it. Mm-mm. That's impossible. It is it impossible. Hundred percent possible that I wouldn't have. It was two in the afternoon. Water. I would have had a beer at two in the afternoon on a Sunday when it was a hundred degrees, hundred and fifty degrees. I don't know how hot it was. It was really hot. You said I got this here and this here and look at oh and I got that down there and then you shut the door. <laughs> there is no way. I don't believe I was, you. I, it I, was the first thing I said to Debbie. I go, well, no, not the first thing. I said, their house is beautiful. The yard is great. Everything was nice. Cody, uh, you know, I saw Casey and her uh, her sister and their niece, and uh, it was all very nice. And I said, and uh, Cody showed me the beer fridge, didn't offer me one. That's all right. Listen, you'll get used to being a host. It'll that seems unlikely. You'll have, people, at best. you'll have people at your house. It's okay. I Listen, do How I really need a beer? I don't need a beer. I've had enough beers in my life. And tonight I'm having a proper cocktail. Old fashioned. That's right. There's no way I didn't offer you a beer. It's I like it's not even in my idea. It's it's impossible. All right. Well, it's, listen. It's not science. You Brian. can rewrite science however you want. I don't know. Um maybe you thought we were gonna take a road trip to a national park or something. I don't know. Uh, I thought we were gonna take a road trip to a national park. That's that has to be it. 
So and I'll find you a beer anywhere. Listen, again, I don't really need a beer. And somebody pointed out last week, well, you had to drive home. And I, I said, uh, first of all, I've had a lot of beers in my time. Secondly, I'm not a 98-pound man. Thirdly, we were sweating so much that beer wouldn't have lasted in my system. Uh, it would have hit and been evaporated immediately. I'm mortified if I didn't actually offer you a beer. I wouldn't carry. I I wouldn't keep it going this long, knowing how uncomfortable you are now. If you had, and I turned it down, I must have said it like quietly, or you missed it. I missed it. You gave I me a lot. Like, set it There's down. a lot of things that I don't pay attention to. Beer is not one of them. Right now, I my next door neighbor could be opening a beer, and I go, "Huh?" Like a dog. All right, now I didn't have a beer either. No, you did not. No, so you at least there's that. Me. But well, and here's oh, the thing. Oh. Then when I left, because I brought you, I brought you some Louisiana beers, and you I did. said enjoy the beer. And you go, well, I'm, I don't usually drink during the day, so I know you have a, uh, you know, an issue with somebody who might have a beer on a Sunday afternoon. I got that. Uh, that was made clear <laughs> to me that you want to run an intervention for me because you believe I have some sort of problem. Um, that could very well be, but I don't think it is. But maybe that was maybe in the back of your mind. You're like, well, it's too early to even. I would never drink a beer at this hour, so why would I offer it to somebody else? It might have been. Yeah, that's the only reasonable. All right, I had a twelver in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I can't process this right now. No, I did not. It's just I too much. Not. It's just too your, much. Your place was uh, your place was fantastic. Oh, no, you were fantastic. And, uh, oh, man, I'm the worst. So it went well. Your friends, uh, they stayed what? They came when? I was surprised they came when? So Wednesday to what? Wednesday night to Sunday. Wow. I mean, if you're going to break quarantine, not going to do it for a day or two. So everybody stayed there. Did you uh, communal cook? Did everybody take turns? How did that work? I cooked for everybody. Grilled a couple days. Oh, yeah, the grill. Mm -hmm. We did. So... We ordered a pizza, and um, so so John Martin, my co-host on Game Life Balance US, WGM Plus, a former WGM Plus podcast, um, he came down, and he went to pharmacy school in Lombard, uh, okay. Midwestern University out here. Yeah. So he lived in Lombard for a few years, and he he told me this before he came, but I forgot about it until he got here. But the first night he was here, I was planning on... I think maybe I was going to grill or something, but he gets here and he is like, we got to order this pizza. It is the best barbecue chicken pizza I've ever had in the world. Um, I don't remember the name of the place, but it is a place in Lombard and they did deliver. They were only a few miles from us. Um, So I was going to handle all the meals because I'm the host, but he he literally just jumped on the phone and just ordered pizza. He's like, I'm going to order some pizza. So I was like, okay. And five minutes later, he's like, oh yeah, they're on the way. I'm like, I can pay for the pizzas, John. <laughs> You're my guest. And he's like, no, 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 I got it. So anyway, he did order this pizza. He got a barbecue chicken pizza and a pepperoni pizza. And honestly, it was really, really good. Really? Now, um, I will try to find the name of the place, but um, the pizza place itself is actually closed, but their voicemail says, you can order our pizza from this bar and grill that's open down the street where they've kind of like changed their operation to some other place, I guess, temporarily. Okay. So um, 
maybe they consolidated or it's it's the same owners or something or uh, they weren't able to maybe like the pizza place has a large sitting area and they realized yeah. it wouldn't be economical to keep that open. I don't know what the situation was. Wow. All but, right. Uh, yeah. So we ordered some pretty sick pizza. There's some good pizza. Nice. Out here. Did you give them yeah. a beer? No. All right. I didn't think so. Why would I do that? Doesn't make any sense. You know, you know I'm going to keep giving you a hard time about that because I see how I'm going to feel so that. horrible about it. Um, <laughs> I need some advice from the viewing community. Uh oh. About? So, some home improvement stuff. So, uh, if we're done, because that's that's pretty much all the highlights of Good, yeah. Cody Khan. No, let's, uh, let's uh, get you some advice. Yeah, this is a good time. So, uh, oh, and you know what's really nice? is we ordered shades for the windows. Um, there were blinds in some of the windows downstairs, but uh, we wanted new ones because they're like old plastic, kind of cheapy, kind of falling apart. And yeah. you know, let's get some nice, some nice, uh, you know, solar shades. Um, they were installed Wednesday morning. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So the timing was perfect. We told them, like, please have this done by July 30th, and they delivered it. So uh, so my friends could actually sleep in, which was nice, so we could block the light <laughs> in the living room. All right. All right. Now, the other thing that's happening is we ordered a dishwasher from Lowe's on June 14th. Okay. June 14th. The guy said, you know, there's there's been some delays. Uh, so, you know, it. I'm guessing it'll probably be installed July 1st, but we'll put July 7th as the estimated installation date. All right. It is so now August from, 5th. Got a call from Lowe's uh, first week in July. Hey, we just got off the phone with Bosch. They are saying there's a delay because of shipping stuff because of COVID. So we'll know when your dishwasher is getting here sometime in early August. Not your dishwasher will be here in early August, but we'll know. Whoa. Haven't heard anything. Called them Monday and uh, they're, they're, um, before they connect you with someone, they give you like a four minute um, disclaimer about plate. Thank you for your patience in the COVID times and the pandemic. There's delays, all this stuff. So uh, they don't have an exact date, but they're saying it should be ready the third week of September. So I'm going to have a baby. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go another month without a dishwasher. Nope. Um, so I found the same dishwasher uh, from a reputable company. I called up. I said, do you have this dishwasher in stock? And if you do, how fast can you get it to me? They said, we've got 15 in stock right now. Uh, we can get it delivered to you in maybe a week, possibly two, but uh, definitely next couple of weeks. We'll set you up with the installation, all that stuff. So okay. I, I've identified that I can get this dishwasher. Yeah. It's, it's the highest rated like consumer dishwasher right now. Nice. Wow. It's, it's not super expensive. There's actually a lot pricier dishwashers. Flex, but, but I like it. Oh, uh, you know, I flex my dishwasher. What can I say? Sure, you can um, listen. Why not? Yeah. So I found this place. Very excited about it. Uh, now I have to get on the phone with Lowe's and tell them I need to cancel this, you know, $1,000 order of a yes. dishwasher and installation. Um, because it's taking you three months. I will have a baby. I'm going to pull the baby card. I'm going to say my doctor won't let anyone around my baby because of the pandemic. Right. And do that. Any yeah, other you advice? In plenty of time for even if there was a delay, it should have been in. If you ordered it yeah, in, yeah. It, it, there's no, there's no excuse now. No, June 14th. Obviously the dishwashers are out there. 
because you found mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. no, this is unacceptable. All right. So uh, I am a little nervous that when I call Lowe's tomorrow and express all this, they're going to say, well, no, you signed a contract and we can't refund you or blah, 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 whatever. Does anyone have any advice for uh, any any extra Today on on your receipt, is there an estimated delivery date? Estimated, and he That's, circled estimated. Okay, but that estimate now is well past what they told you. This is the the third week of September would put it at how many months? Three months, June fourteenth. Three I months. That's no matter what kind of estimate they gave you, it was not a twelve week estimate. So right there. That's it. You know, uh, so listen, we'll, I don't want to have to get my, oh, if it all, if it comes down to it at the very end, if they're, and they probably won't, um, they won't do that. You could say, you know, you're going to call corporate. You're going to, uh, you're going to email, you know, you'll contact corporate. You'll go up their thing. Uh, I hope this doesn't, uh, I hope I don't have to get my attorney involved, but there is no way that anybody would order a dishwasher and expect it to take three months, even in this, even in this pandemic, when stuff can still be delivered to you two days later and Bosch is still shipping their, their dishwashers because this other place has a bunch. Right. That's, that's unacceptable. Okay. All right. And I'm not, listen, I'd rent Debbie out to you. She's a bulldog when it comes to that kind of stuff. Oh, she, she does not. She doesn't mess around. I think it's all her pent up anger at me from the years comes out and she puts up with a zero a BS when it's dealing with something like that, especially when she knows she's right, you know, and you are definitely you are definitely right to cancel this order because this is yeah. this is ridiculous. And if anybody from Lowe's is listening, this is unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> I actually have some sympathy for the the COVID stuff. What what the sales guy told us was, uh, you know, he was basically See right like, there. You're too soft. I know, I know, but I I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes. Sure. And you know, I, I you know what he said. He was like, the thing with the COVID deal is, you know, it gets shipped, something gets shipped somewhere, then it sits on a pallet, then it sits there until somebody disinfects it, then it gets put on another shipping vehicle, and then it gets sent somewhere, then it sits on a pallet till it gets disinfected. So I don't know all the supply chain ins and outs that are happening in the pandemic. I don't actually know like what all the stuff is, but. Assuming that sounds, right. that sounds like a way for them to cover their cover their behinds and say, yeah. "Well, yeah, we can." You know, we told you they have to disinfect stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, nah, I don't. I don't. Buy it. Let's assume that that's the case. Uh, still, more than a six week delay is insane. Yes. It's totally insane. No, it's so, three months. Three months. Uh, no, thank you. Six yeah, weeks. Right. No, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. like you said. Okay, I get maybe it'll take a week longer than normal. A couple a couple weeks, three weeks, a month tops. Mm-hmm. But no, especially when you know, especially when you've planned it in advance because you have circumstances coming up that you know, like you said, you can't have people wandering through your house when the baby comes. I sure do. I mean, I really wanted the dishwasher for my for my friends coming over. Yes, we had to eat off paper plates all weekend, and I had to buy a bunch of disposable coffee cups. Like that sucked. That was annoying. I wanted to like oh, right, yeah, because you don't want them using. Yeah, oh yeah, 
no, no, no. I was not going to do dishes all weekend. Um, so yeah, it just, it sucks. So in the chat, a couple people said no lows. Go to EBT in Glenview. Apt. It is apt. Apt. Is that, how, is that how you say it? Yes, that is how you say it. All right. Well, I just opened a new tab in my web browser for apt. So I will check their website. If they have it in stock, I'll just go to them tomorrow. It'll be great. Um, thank you for that recommendation. But also, Christine's saying I can dispute the charge on my credit card if I was charged already. Um, I have thought about that. Hopefully it doesn't get there. Um, Sally said, same thing happened with me with a microwave at Lowe's. They let mm. me cancel because it had been so long. That's nice. And Trish saying, I've had multiple friends order dishwashers from Lowe's. Nothing but trouble times 10. Oh, man. Come on, Lowe's. Yeah. Step yeah. up. I was just at Lowe's last week. No good. Did my pro did my propane swap there? Picked up a couple other things. Had some keys made. Come on, Lowe's. Do what you're supposed to do. Don't mm. make listen. The last thing you want is Cody taken to Twitter. Because that's how I that's how I settle all my business disputes now. That blue yeah. check, that blue check carries a lot of weight. And you go after Lowe's on Twitter with that blue check, they're gonna pay attention. That's true. I would imagine if you posted something tomorrow. Uh, their, their people would contact you. That dishwasher would probably be at your house by Saturday. <laughs> That's what my dad said, apparently, to my, my wife. He was like, Cody's just not, not a squeaky enough wheel. So he's probably right. I probably could have. Because, you know, they tell squeaky me, they're like, wheel, okay, they're like, it's a lead to this day. And I'm just kind of like, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't speak up and I'm just like, I need it sooner. Like, I should just say like, well, that's not going to work. You know, it's but. not going to work. Cancel my order. Well, we <sighs> can't, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Cancel it. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll do call that. call the credit card company. We're going to stop the payment. This is unacceptable. Even with your estimate, you're way too long. All right. This is very validating. I feel more They should actually, they could actually work. go to the place you're going to buy your dishwasher and get it. That's true. Go, hey, man, I know a place that has 15 in stock. Why don't you get one of your trucks, send a couple of your boys over, pick it up from them. And, uh, you know, I don't know if there's a price difference, but if there is, hey, you guys got to pay it. That's very smart. Well, I don't know if I can take to Twitter because I'm already throwing my uh, my social media rage at another company on Twitter. Who's that? Who's it this time? Company that's not even on Twitter. They don't even have a Twitter account. Do you see my tweets about Epic up in Madison? No. This is attempting to reconnect. Oh, there we are. Is this the Epic healthcare systems? software company in Madison that is telling mm -hmm. their people they all have to come in, whether whether they're afraid to get sick or not, they got to show up? I love that they're healthcare software, and yet they're discounting science. Because the CEO, so I guess I did see this, uh, not your tweets, <laughs> but I know the story. The CEO is saying, oh, we work better together, so get in here. So you've taken to Twitter against them? Total psychopath. Well, I'm just retweeting the like the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel did a or the Madison Observer. Sorry, I think State Journal were, or State. The, State. What's the Madison paper? Oh no, I don't want to mis misquote this because it's fine local journalism. Which I okay, say that on one second because I got it bookmarked uh, for my work up there. It is the Wisconsin State Journal. There you go. Yeah. That's the paper Wisconsin. in Madison, Wisconsin, the Wisconsin State Journal. Yeah. Actually, Madison.com is where I saw some of this. But anyway, yeah, Epic is having 9,000 plus employees return to their campus, which have you seen their campus? No, I have not. It looks like Disney World. Like it actually looks more fun than Disney World. Um, I have heard from what? developers. 
No, I've heard from developers it's nicer than Google's campus. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, their campus is like Candyland on speed. Yeah. Um, it's huge. Um, it's got an you know on-site cafeteria, all these amenities. It's supposed to be incredible. I mean, you see the video and it's just totally absurd. Still, uh, you said 9,000 people at one company in the close quarters together, sharing elevators, walking around. Mm-hmm. They're part of their community. They got families they're coming home to. Those That's families right. have activities they go to. They're going to the shopping. Like, if I were the city of Madison, I would like try to overreach my executive power and just be like, no, no, you cannot... You cannot create a nine thousand person hub of uh, yeah, that's because you're you're just, you're praying one person. Well, we're going to take their temperature and blah blah blah. We know that that's not that's not a good indicator. You know, you don't have to have a temperature, but that makes everybody feel better. And what are you going to have more face masks and masks and shields and hazmat suits and everybody gets a silkwood shower before they go home? Or I don't know if you saw the Denver Broncos. Uh, as they're coming out to practice for their ill-fated season, they're having the guys walk through like a disinfectant mister as they walk out onto the field. I saw that today. So they leave the pra- they leave the locker room, and as they walk out to the field, they have to walk through, like at a car wash, a fine mist of disinfectant, and they just they're walking through. Everybody's getting disinfected. I don't know how well it works, but you know, what are you going to do? Is that what Epic's going to do? They just said they're going to follow the protocol, but come on. I think they actually have so much uh, money that they're going to give everyone an actual spacesuit, like from NASA. Mm. And uh, they're all just going to walk around with, you know, giant bulbous heads. Now, see, I would go back to work then. If that were the case, if I got a real astronaut suit, Mm -hmm. uh, and then I could pretend that there was no gravity and I'd walk down the hall like this all the time. Oh, there's not going to be gravity. There's no gravity on their campus. Well, then then, listen, then all, all your rage is misdirected. I would channel more of that rage back at Lowe's because one, they're dressing everybody like an astronaut and who doesn't want to be an astronaut. And two, uh, they'll probably get to eat that drink a lot of Tang, which is going to be fantastic. Oh, tang and maybe they get some good. of those. Uh, you're too young to remember, but there was a time in the seventies when uh, the Apollo missions were all going, they used to sell these things called space food sticks. And it was, uh, it almost was like taffy or gunk. It was like nougat. It was, it was awful. It tasted like wax, but all the kids are, oh, man, I got to get some space food sticks. They're just horrific. But uh, you know, if all of that's going on, I don't see why uh, I don't see why you're, you know, holding this person's feet to the fire, this uh, CEO. Is it because she's a woman, Cody? Is that the problem? <laughs> Is that why you're going after her? It must be. Still the space made food sticks were made by uh, Pillsbury, and uh, they came in all different. Uh, came in all different flavors. They disappeared from the supermarket shelves in the eighties. Market oh, under Nestle uh, brand to modern day Australian companies, but here they were made by Pillsbury. They had all kind of uh, yeah, they were they were nasty space food sticks. It was energy food. That's horrific for, for young children. Needed energy food. So there was that. So, uh, and then how does a company like that? Well, a company like that doesn't have a Twitter follow or feed because they don't want to listen to guys like you rail against them. There was somebody else I was going to rail against uh, recently and they didn't have a Twitter account either. And I was like, Oh, rats. How will I direct my social media rage? How can I get up on my soapbox? Mm-hmm. If you do not give me an Avenue to address you in the public square, 
Well, you railed at me already, so that, that's done. That's off your list. Maybe you were thanking me. You just forget that I had a Twitter account? No, I know you have a Twitter account. Oh, I, I was reading Roger's crazy comment. Roger, Roger uh, types kind of sometimes like he talks where we don't understand what he's uh, talking about. <laughs> I think he's saying that I got a haircut so he doesn't recognize me because I'm so good looking. But I'm always really good looking, like always. So Now, I, I don't know how to yet. take Gene's comment. Uh, it's hard being too nice. We should be more like Brian. Um, I would take it at face value. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's true. All right. Yeah, I get exactly what Gene means. You're right, Gene. Um, yeah. yeah, people should uh, strive to be more n nicer. But, uh, you know, you nice you get walked on sometimes. I'm not saying be a jerk or a Karen, uh, but sometimes you have to stand up. And when you when you order something that far in advance and you pay for it and you hold up your end of the bargain and you are understanding to a point – the more understanding you become, the more of a sap you are. You know, mm -hmm. Cody, Cody being patient for six weeks, that's pushing it. Yeah. Anything more than that, he's just a chump. And Cody is not a chump. So that's, we got to, you know, we got to get our, our, uh, our man out there standing up for himself. Fight for your right to wash your dishes or to mm -hmm. not have to wash your dishes. And party. Well, you can party too for now. Well, I'm fighting for my right to party. I know. Beastie. I get it. I got the reference. I okay. set it up. What else happened in the news slash local Brian Noonan oh, scenarios? How's well, the house? I did. I got I have to say this because I cracked up um, at the president uh, when he mispronounced <laughs> Yosemite. I don't know why. Uh, th there've been so many things that the president has done that I've laughed at or shook my head in disbelief. Uh, that 45-minute Axios interview that we mentioned, I, I just was like, okay. Um, Did you watch it? I watched uh, uh, quite a bit of it, and then I couldn't watch it anymore. I felt – because I started to feel sad <laughs> for myself, for the country, uh, for this Axios reporter who was very respectful yet did not back down from the questions. He, he asked legit questions. He respectfully – asked the president follow-up questions when the president said something that seemed a little off. Um, but I was just like, really? This is what? Oh, okay. And then when he's talking about the national parks and he, he said Yosemite instead of Yosemite. Now you and I have both had to read things. People just hand us stuff and we've had to read them, you know, but, and, and let me say this, I will, I will capitulate to the fact that I am nowhere near the smartest guy. <laughs> I'm bright enough. I know how to read and I can speak fairly well, but I'm not the smartest guy. But if I'm talking about the national parks and I see a word that starts with YOS, I'm just instinctively going to know it's Yosemite. So after he said Yosemite, that really got me thinking that I needed to go somewhere. So, uh, I'm going to go to Yosemite. I'm going to pack a lunch of Vegemite. Uh, the bag will have to be airtight, Cody. I'll leave the house and take a right. Uh, probably have to drive all night. My wife will put up quite a fight, but I'll crank up some Barry White, and then she won't be so uptight. Our conversation will then be polite. We'll have to stop and take a shite. Uh, gas station bathrooms are such a fright. But to complain just seems so trite. The park's beauty 
is a wonderful site. That's Yosemite is such a wonderful site. Seeing giant sequoias will be a delight. Sunrise over Half Dome is very bright. We'll hike some trails with shoes tied tight. Go off the path just out of spite. Climb down some hills if the incline is slight. If we see a bear, we'll plan our flight in case Yogi decides to bite. I guess I'll have to throw down and fight to protect my wife like her personal white knight. After we survive that fright, my wife will embrace me with great delight. We'll head back home to share our plight. And history I will rewrite. Then we'll just go fly a kite. That may, I don't know why. I just had to Dr. Seuss it after the after the president. I see you wanna I see you wanna rip it apart, and you should, because it's inane. But I just felt like I had to do something. That rhyme was pretty tight. That rhyme was tight. Very good. Uh, yo, 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 rhymes are tight. Oh, that's what Roger said. Mm, jinx. Personal soda pop. You know what I mean? So that's Okay. That. Hold uh, on. No, here's so that so go ahead. Personal soda pop? Personal soda pop jinx. That means you got he's if whoever talks first has to buy the other guy a pop. I used to do that with my friends all the time. Personal soda pop it jinx? Just, it was just like Jinx, buy me a Coke. But then there okay. were other rules that I don't know if my sister just made them up or if she heard them somewhere, but she'd Probably. be like, Jinx, buy me, you owe me a Coke. You have to do five jumping jacks. Go like run to the next room. Or like, it was very weird. I don't even remember. It's been so long. But uh, when I say Jinx to my friends, I always shout, Jinx, buy me a Coke. And then some weird, absurd non sequitur. So this is very validating that that's a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's a thing. You're you're in. Um, yeah, that was that was a child. Nobody. I never got a Coke. Mm. Nobody ever bought me a Coke. Uh, even the people that talked because you weren't supposed to talk. Whoever talks for and nobody. I never got a Coke. So that's why I don't play games. See, you might. That's why you still play games to this day. I don't play games. Because no, there's fair. never they're no good. That's fair. No good. So you were going to say. No, you would ask what else was going on. I mentioned that I had been at my mom's three of the last five days. Um, and and then I'll tie in that uh, I made a reference to a uh, ultra right wing radio host and beats and uh, not the headphones, the actual red it's a vegetable. It's a beat of vegetable. B-E-E-T-S. Yes, beets, like pickled beets, yeah. whole beet. Yeah, right. beets are vegetables. Right. All right. So right. anyway, my mom doesn't, she doesn't like to ask uh, me to do anything. You know, I, if I ask her if she needs something, sometimes she'll tell me, but she won't come right out and go, Hey, can you come over and do this for me? So last week she called or I called her. I said, Hey, do you need any groceries? You need me to bring anything to the house? Uh, no, but, and I was like, Oh, you know, I don't like to ask you. So I don't want to know. And if you can't do it, I'm like, ma, what, what, what do you need? Well, uh, can you come to the house and cut down this wild tree that is pushing in on the fence you know the one and i was like you mean where i fixed the fence a couple weeks ago yes it's growing out of control and i need it cut down i said all right yeah i can do that so all around her house and all on the back of her house and at some place around the fence there were things that started out i guess i don't know maybe they started as weeds and now they're basically trees they have stumps you know and trunks like that they're they're thick um so I go out there last Thursday and I bring my, you know, I bring my saw, I bring all kinds of stuff. I'm ready to go. 
And I grossly underestimated what I was going to have to do. Because she has, my ex-sister-in-law had landscaped the front of her house. Well, my mom is 82 years old. She's not going out weeding all this stuff and keeping it up. And so every time I'm there, I say, Ma, I got to pull some of these weeds. No, no, I'm going to have somebody do it. She never has anybody do it. So this time, I go to cut this tree thing down, and I tell her to go back in the house. I'm like, Ma, I'm going to be uh, gonna be putting in my earbuds. Uh, once she showed me what she wanted me to do, what she wanted to cut down, I go, I'm going to put my earbuds in, and then uh, you can go in, and I'll, I'll come get you when I'm done. So I just started pulling weeds because I figured I would start, and I'd work my way around the house because the tree was kind of toward the back. So I'm pulling these weeds, and that's fine. They're all coming out pretty easy because the ground's where I'm And she comes out. And every time she came out, it, she, she would pick the time to come out when I had, like, stopped to take a breath. Because it, was, it wasn't really hot, but it was humid, and I'm old, and, uh, you know, I'm doing manual labor, which I'm not accustomed to manual labor. That's not my thing. Uh, so I would stop periodically to take a breath. And my face is red sitting here. Imagine my face when I'm doing manual labor. It, it is, well, beet red. She would always come out. Are you okay? Do you need a break? Do you want to stop? I'm like, Ma, I've been working for a half hour. No, I'm not going to stop. Okay. Uh, well, since you're pulling all these weeds, um, like she reached down to pull one. And I'm like, Ma, stop. You don't have to pull the weed. All right. Well, since you're pulling these weeds, uh, oh, my gosh, there are a lot of them. Yeah, I know. Uh, can you trim this bush so I can see over to the corner? All right. So I trim the bush. Then I finished pulling the weeds. Now, this is how many, for reference, this is how many weeds I pulled. You know, those big dumpsters that they have for garbage and recyclable, the two-wheel dumpsters? Yeah. I filled one of those with weeds and then another garbage can. Wow. A lot of weeds. I pulled a lot, a lot of, of weeds. weeds. So then I've gotten to the weeds. Now I go back and I look at this wild tree, for lack of a better term, and I'm like, man, this thing's big. So I start hacking away at it. I'm cutting the branches. I'm piling up the branches, piling up the branches. I got about halfway through this thing, and I'm like, I have nowhere to put these branches. This is the point where now I was, I was leaning over, sawing at the stump. So I was out of breath, and I stopped for a minute, and I was leaning on the fence. And my mom has been like Gladys Kravitzing out the side window looking, watching me. So I stopped. And this is the time she comes out and she's like, Brian, you, you really need to stop. I'm like, Ma, I'm taking, I'm just catching my breath. Well, you know, my uncle Willie, uh, my aunt had him paint the house when it was hot and he walked in and he dropped dead. I was like, okay, do you want me to sign some sort of waiver where if I go home and drop <laughs> dead, you're not uh, responsible for this. I don't know if it will hold up in court and I don't know if Debbie will honor it, but if you want me to do that, I'll no, that's not what I'm saying. But you you just look so sweaty. I go, yeah, I'm working outside, cutting down trees. Of course I'm sweaty. Then I said, well, you're gonna have to call your she has a, a service, just like you, Cody. My mom's bougie like you. She has a service come to cut her grass. She has an excuse. Oh, yeah. She's an 82-year-old woman. Um yeah. I don't so know am I at heart. Well, sure. Um, so I said, you gotta call your landscape guy and see if they'll take all these branches. Because just from this one tree, there was a giant pile of branches. Okay, I'll do that. Well, she had all along the back of the house, these wild trees had grown. One was up to the second floor. Uh, they were intertwined in the cable and the air conditioning wires. There were ones along the back fence that were popping. Th 
I spent five hours uh, cutting down these trees on Thursday. And then I got to a point where there was this other tree just outside her fence, but all the branches were laying on her garage. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to have to come back this weekend because I have to go home and get my tree trimmer. So I have one of those long telescoping things where you can pull a rope and it cuts the branches off. It's got a big saw on the end of it. I'm very, I'm ve for a guy who hates uh, doing any sort of manual labor or working outside, I have all the tools that I need to do the job. Uh, I don't like doing the job, but I do find it kind of zen, especially mm -hmm. now in the, in the, uh, when you can put earbuds in oh, and yeah. just lose yourself. So I was, uh, you know, I'm out there working and I, I'll keep working till I drop or till I finish, whichever comes first. But I don't want to be interrupted because I got the Yacht Rock going. Uh, I listen to a little Toto as I'm cutting Sorry, down. Sorry, the what rock? I got some Yacht Rock. Yacht? Y-A-C-H-T. Like yacht. Like you're sailing a yacht? Yes, like a yacht. Like I'm, a, like I'm on the East Coast, you know. A, a like, yacht, not a yurt. A preppy. No, a yacht. Y-A-C-H-T. Okay. Yacht. Right. Yeah. Yacht. Yacht. Yes, yacht. Right. Right, yacht. What is a yacht rock? Yacht rock. It's soft what rock from the 70s. Okay. Is that it's really like a thing? Yeah, yeah, it's really. Is it really a okay. thing? Yes, it's a station on, it's a, a satellite station. There's Yacht rock is a big thing. Oh, you are, you are definitely, uh, you are definitely a young man. Yes, it is a yacht. Yacht rock is definitely a thing. Okay. Um, so I go back, I do it. Uh, Sunday, I go back, I cut down more of the tree or Saturday, I cut down more of the tree. And then Monday, I had to go back and do something else because we were selling. Uh, Debbie's on a tear. We're selling stuff again. We're selling it, selling it all off. Everything must go. We're like crazy Eddie. Everything in the basement must be sold. Um, we're doing all right with some of the stuff. But then I go out to finish the job on Monday. And my mom is uh, now my mom wants to get on the in on the action. She's got some things she she needs to sell. Like, well, if you and Debbie want to take it and sell it, uh, we'll work out a deal, a percentage. And I said, all right, how about 98.2, where uh, we'll give you 2%. She's like, well, I said, no. She goes, how about 50-50? And at first I was like, 50-50? But I was like, yeah, okay. She Here's, this is, I love my mom, but she's nuts. She's not as nuts as she used to be. Here's what she asked me to take to either donate or try to sell a brand new in the box Bose wave music system with not only the Bose wave music system, but the, then the separate five CD changer. Now, granted it was the wave music system too. So it's, it's old, older, but it has never been out of the box. The box, the tape on the box was cut. She opened the box and thought mm, this is too big. And then, put it up in a room and left it. Now I looked when I got, I, I took a picture of it and I sent it to Debbie. I go, you think you could sell this? Debbie, yep. With an exclamation mark. Okay. So I looked it up when we got home and I'm looking at old ads. Cause this, this particular model was, I think, I think they stopped making the wave system in like 2018. And this one was a couple of years before that, but at that point, there was an old an old listing on the web from Sears, and it was like two grand for this thing. What? And I was like, Mom, did you pay two grand for this? I don't know. It was very expensive. I said, what, how long have you had it? 
Well, since your brother was married to his first wife. And I'm like, wait, what? So why did you get it? Well, I went over to her parents' house for dinner and they had one. And the music was so lovely. Uh, I came home and I ordered it. And? Well, then it was too big, so then I just got uh, the Bose Wave radio that she has mounted under the cabinet in the kitchen. Listen, that look is exactly the look I made. Like, what do you, what? Oh, well, and this is, here's here's what makes this whole thing even weirder, if that's even possible. We never had music on in the house growing up. Like, our house, there's always music going. Um, When my brothers and I got old enough, like we would have music going in our bedroom, but it wasn't like my parents had a stereo and there was music going to set the mood or at a party. There was, there was never music. So to buy this giant system just seems crazy to me. And like I said, my mom, my mom says, Oh, I, I did a lot of crazy things back then. Like, okay. So now we're trying to sell this Bose uh, wave music system too. Um, and as always, I love dealing with, I love dealing with people who uh, who are buying things online. I detect sarcasm. Yes, except l- last week, you know, uh, you know our good friend Michael Osaki, right? Baseballintheattic.com. So back a while ago, Michael was on, might have been a year ago, and I told him I had some baseballs, and I forgot to bring them in and a whole big thing. Well, as Debbie's going through, she goes, what about this bag of baseballs? Oh, yeah, all right. So I take a picture of all the baseballs and I send them to Michael and Michael's a great guy. So he sends me back. He goes, Hey, um, here's what I think. And he gives me a rundown and the, the total amount he gave me for these eight or nine baseballs was like 450 bucks retail, his estimate. And I was like, wow. Okay. And one of the one, one of them was $200. He said, the retail on this one is $200. And I'm like, all right, thanks. I said, do you think I need to get them certified? He's like, well, maybe for that that one or something else. He goes, but, um, you know, you can list them on these sites and try. So we listed them. Within three days, eight of the baseballs were gone, including wow. the $200 baseball. This guy came. He bought three baseballs. This was last, I don't know, maybe let's say Friday morning. He came. He bought three baseballs. And then he was like, man, I'd really like it was a, a Jack Buck baseball that was the 200 one uh jack buck is a hall of fame announcer for the cardinals mm-hmm. and he was like man i would really like like that one he goes but uh he goes i might come back for the i forget what the other one was uh can you give me a break on the jack buck and debbie was like no i can't because it's so rare and then he's like all right well i'll come by the other one so he was already he was already spending well over 200 dollars on the baseball so i said tell him See if this will make a difference. Tell him since he bought so many, we'll knock 20 bucks off the Jack Buck baseball. That was all it took. Oh, yeah. He was back Friday afternoon. Bought the other baseballs. He was so happy that he was like, thank you so much for giving me the deal. That was so great. And I was like, man, come on. You know, you bought all these other ones. That was was terrific. So some some are good. Uh, Monday I had to drop off the football. Uh, it, it, that I had in a case at Notre Dame Stadium commemorative football. Some guy bought. Very excited to buy, you know, to buy it. Um, but yeah, some some people are just like lunatics. But she, Debbie's been selling like a like a crazy person. 
My big coup was the uh, Diablo 2 display case. Did we talk about this during the quarantine cast? No. What is a Diablo 2 display case? All right, so here's the story. Back when I was in high school, freshman or sophomore year, I uh, I went to the mall and I went to GameStop. <clears throat> and at okay. the time, oh man, is it in the room? Wait one second, hold that thought. I might actually have Ooh, something to show. I, like, I might uh, have a prop to show you in the room. That'll be good. Yeah, read, read, a, read a Facebook comment. Tell people what's going on in the chat. All right. Uh, Kurt says the mustache suits me or mustache fits you. It's fun. Thank you, Kurt. Appreciate that. Carrie, uh, Carrie McNulty says, I love your mother. Uh, as do I, Carrie. I do. Sometimes she just does crazy things. Sally, at the time it made sense to her. Yes, she told, she told me as much that it did make that it did make sense to her. Gene also commenting on your face when I was telling that story. It is a uh, it is a crazy, crazy, uh, crazy story. It's hard to believe that it actually happened, and it's uh, you know, and but sometimes people do things, and and then, then she said, I forgot to tell you, Cody. She was like, Oh well, if you don't want to get rid of it, I will uh, maybe I'll just call the company. And I was like, what are you going to call the company you bought this thing years ago? Well, maybe they have an antique department. I was like, Ma, what are you talking about? I go, does Sony buy back old TVs? Does Apple buy back their old iPhones? I said, the, money is, the money's been gone for a long time. So whatever we sell it for, you'll get, you'll get money back. But uh, yeah, she thought maybe they'd just want to buy it for a historic. Bose would buy it back for uh, historical reasons. Like it's a collector's item. That is really funny. Yeah, she well. So now we got one. We're, looks like it might be gone. Hopefully. All right, I'm gonna save a couple images uh, so that I can share them. But here's what happened. So, yes. sometime during high school, my freshman year or something, um, there was this video game that came out called Chrono Cross, and uh, it was a sequel to a hugely popular game. I was. All my friends now were totally obsessed with. So it was a really big deal. This game came out and there was a GameStop exclusive pre-order bonus. That was their big thing back in the day and now. Like if you pre-order a game, a lot of game developers would give you some cool piece of merchandise, like a keychain or a tote bag, or like in this case, a small branded clock or action figure, you name it. So I was at GameStop and I saw they had one of these... Um, clocks, the Chrono Cross clocks. I had already pre-ordered the game and I already had one, but for some reason it came up in conversation that they had all these extra ones. So I ended up taking a second clock, which is really cool for me. Um, I still have both clocks, actually. I think I actually tried to sell one at Gen Con in the auction hall a couple of years ago and it didn't sell, weirdly, so I've got two, but that's fine with me. So anyway, when I got this clock, and it uh, looks like you just covered yourself up with your with your... Lens cover, what you got going on over there? Some top secret, did you leave? He might've left the room. I'm not sure, Brian might've left the room. Um, what is he doing? <laughs> this is what I'm looking at. I think he just left. He's busy. He's got stuff, he's got stuff going on, whatever. All right, so, um, so I asked him for this clock. They're like, yeah, yeah, here's another clock. Yeah, good for you, cool, I get the clock. And then they go, also, uh, this is at Cherryvale Mall. Uh, in Rockford. And I'm, I'm getting some images here so I can show you in a second. But um, I get the clock and they say, hey, at the top of the escalator over there, we had this display case for Diablo 2. 
and you can have that too if you want it. And so, you know, I'm in high school. I'm thinking I like video game merchandise. I like free stuff. Let's let's hook it up. Um, now, Diablo 2 is a game I've never actually played. Um, it's by the developers that make, uh, like you've probably heard of World of Warcraft, even if you don't know a lot about video games. You've, South Park did a whole episode on it. Okay, like this is in the popular consciousness. They make World of Warcraft. Um, um, they Blizzard Activision owned the Guitar Hero franchise, games you've heard of, and Diablo is one of their games. So I took the display case home and we put it up for some ungodly reason in my play area by where my video games were. My mom let me put up this Diablo 2 display case, which is insane because my mom is like the most amazing interior decorator you'll probably ever meet, interior and exterior. Everything in her house is immaculate. Her garden's immaculate. And I get this weird, hideous cardboard display case but because it was by my video game stuff, I guess she didn't care, question mark. So she, for some reason, let me put it up. So I had this Diablo 2 display case in this room in my house through high school. And then um, I brought it with me when I moved to Chicago, I think. But mostly it just kind of sat sat unput together like in cardboard pieces because they all flatten. And then you puff them out and then you put them all together to make a display case where they would put all the Diablo 2 copies to sell. So um Fast forward to my adult life and like four, now it was, it was when Casey moved in with me. It was 2015, okay. 2015. I took it all out of the box and I put it together and I took like 90 pictures of it and I listed it on eBay and I flattened it all. I put it in a big, t um, oh, my headset's going to die. Um, because my, uh, because my, what was I going to say? Because my, um, Sorry, my headset just said, beep, please recharge headset. And then it died. So I lost my train of thought. Um, I, I took it, it out. Took you flattened it out and you put it all in a big. <clears throat> right. The biggest piece, because the biggest piece was so long, in order for me to not fold it and wreck it, I had to put it in a TV shipping box. Oh, geez. So it, it, it like, uh, at big box stores, you can buy a TV moving box. It's adjustable. One piece slides into the other. So it can fit like any size TV. You just pull it out to make right. it more. So I have put it in a thing, listed on eBay, no bites, no dice, whatever. Put it down in storage. It was in storage downstairs. And it was going to come with us to the new house. Sat down in storage in my old apartment for five full years. <laughs> and there it was just going to stay till the movers moved to here. Two weeks before we moved out of that apartment, I got an email on eBay, a direct message from a guy in Canada saying, is your Diablo 2 display case still for sale? Oh my God. This is five full years later. And I go, actually, yes. Very odd. You should ask about that. <laughs> now, to ship it to Canada, I think it was it was either $150 or $200. Oh my God. To ship it to Canada. Now, this is a one of a kind item, right? Like literally this doesn't exist anywhere else. Right. No one from GameStop kept a 20 year old cardboard display case for an obscure Blizzard, not obscure, for a popular Blizzard video game. Like this, this isn't a thing you can get, right? It's missing right. one piece in the back, but it's almost entirely intact. So I was like, yeah, what the hell? All right, let's do this. He was like, I'll pay for the shipping. Uh, and I'll pay a couple hundred bucks, which is about my original reserve price. Okay. Um, so we paid me for it. Made like 200 bucks on it. Wow, so nice. We've just been floating around for like 20 years. But the fact that he messaged me literally two weeks. Two before, weeks. Totally insane. 
So I have a couple of pictures I'm going to pull up uh, in the chat in right. just a second. I'm but, very yeah, excited to see that. That was my kind of long-winded, uh, but um, many, many twists and turns to that story. You disappeared for a couple of minutes there. I did. Sorry. I did one. I didn't want to interrupt your story because you were on a roll, but I had to. And and I was also watching in the and you were in a single shot of yourself. So I thought this is the perfect time because I had to, you know, a lot of water at dinner. So totally understand. Had to had to I, run out, I, but uh, I'm glad I was I, back for the payoff. That's what I wanted to hear. It took me a while to get there, but uh, here That's, we are. No, right? listen, you you know how to you know how to fill time. I enjoyed it. No, it's uh, funny how it's funny how people will. Like there's a woman, she came and bought some crystal glasses last week. Um, she had been talking to Debbie about them for weeks. Uh, and then a couple months ago, she would ta talk to Debbie about them. Well, she came to get them and she took one set, but she didn't want these other ones. And these are ones that came from my aunt's house that were supposed to be for Molly, but Molly doesn't want them. So we we're like, all right, we'll sell them. And it's Waterford crystal. And then the woman who just looked at these glasses last week, last night sends Debbie a sends Debbie a note. Hey, uh, what pattern is this? How big are these? And De Debbie's patience finally had worn out, and she's like, "You just saw them last week. You know how big they are. They're here if you would like them. Let me know." <laughs> All right, how much here we go. go. This is the payoff. Big payoff. Can you see that? Why don't I see it in the stream output? That's weird. I should be able to see it. Hmm. You don't see it? Yeah, but I've got two pictures there. That's so weird. Huh. Yeah. That's That's extremely weird. I mean, I do appreciate that. I'm going to switch back to us, and then I'll switch back to that and see yeah, what we'll happens. figure it out. Very weird that that would happen. There we go. Now you should see it. Harry goes, the suspense. I'm cracking up. Okay. And we should have Brian's sound. Oh, no. Now you're muted, too. Now you're muted. Let me fix that. All right. I'm fixing it. I'm fixing it. I know. I know. Yeah, Diablo 2. All right. Now we got Brian back. So, yeah, Dude. Diablo 2. So, right? It's like, it's a ludicrous looking thing with like a hell face and like skulls yeah. and fire and stuff and brick. But... Some dude paid like the total must have been, it was like four hundred fifty five hundred bucks or something, including shipping. It's Very got really nice. The reason I mentioned the developer had done World of Warcraft and some other popular games is just to let you know, like typically fans of a publisher that's really big, like Blizzard, um, will will attract really really hardcore fans of their games. Okay. Um, like Nintendo, like people that like Nintendo, they'll pay top dollar for Nintendo stuff. So yeah, so right, it's like. So did he you just, just like, leave the posting up? How did he find you after all this time? It was an expired listing. I have no idea. Super weird. Super wow. weird. I had I had posted it in a Diablo 2 forum 
uh, when I tried to sell it uh, in the first place. But like, if you Google Diablo 2 display case, almost every post was from me or from someone like sharing the eBay thing. Yeah. Um, the bottom label says Blizzard there at the bottom. Right. Um, and then the the skull from hell thing is kind of, uh, uh, yeah, I'll actually put a link in the I chat love it. where you can look at, I literally put up a gallery with like, <laughs> it's like 80 photos and all the comments are like, why did you make take 80 photos of it but yeah. i did close-ups of all of it on the back you can see screenshots from the game the arch in the back is missing which is why you can see through the eyes okay. but yeah man that was like my greatest ebay victory that, that is a great I, yeah that is a great sale it's just that's the timing was all that got me and it was like during covid so i had to keep going to the ups store with my like mask on and stuff like that so um, yeah, there, you can you can basically look at every inch of it from every angle at that link I posted. So I, I'll I'll stick with just these two full pictures that you posted up here. That looks uh, I could see you know if somebody had like uh, crazy action figures, they would fit perfectly in that thing. Yeah, yeah, It'd be a nice showcase for your toys. Yeah, it I think it'd be a little scary for the nursery. Did you run that by uh, the lovely uh, Mrs. Doctor Cody Casey's wife? Yeah, the lovely wife didn't care for the Diablo 2 display case. Once I, 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 the question remains, what about the dragon? The question will, I think, will be answered next week. Ooh. So because we have a couple, uh, we're finalizing a couple more pieces of the house. Earlier today, our bedroom furniture was finally delivered. Not nice. that we have a bed, but the, the, dresser, the dressers. We now have drawers to put our clothes in. Wow. Look at yeah. you all grown up with a bedroom set. Took a while. Yeah. Well, listen, all good things come to those who wait, except dishwashers. Those never come. Those never come. No, never come. Those. You're going to be out in the backyard with a big uh, wash tub doing your dishes out there by the creek. <laughs> if, you don't, if you, don't, you don't stand up to those folks. Um, big news on the uh, puppy front. Uh, Walter, my grand puppy, uh, went to puppy camp for the first time last week. Oh, yeah. Because Molly has, uh, they've told Molly that they now, the dean of the school that she works for decided that um, they had to come back in two days a week, even though they can't see students or can't have any meetings in a group, they need to be in the office two days a week. So okay. even though the head of her department, her boss had sent out a, a thing asking people if they wanted to work from home or if they wanted to come in, and everybody's like, no, we'll, we'll work from home. It doesn't make sense. We have to have all our team meetings via Zoom. We have to have our appointments with, our, with the students via Zoom. So why do we need to be in the office? I don't know. The dean, the dean wants them in the office two days a week. So in order to do that, she was like, well, I want to, you know, I got to figure out what to do with the dog. The mm -hmm. dog who's now 10 weeks old. Weighs six pounds. I had a meatloaf bigger than You mean this dog? Mm -hmm. Brian's on mute again. Damn it. This. 
you're not on mute. It's every time I change the every time I change the camera angle, you just get muted. It's so stupid. Even though you're stupid. Nothing Boy, has changed last week. Now there's going to be like 800 comments that say we can't hear Brian, even though I already fixed it because everything's on delay. Horrific. All, All right. right. I sent you a couple more, a couple uh, more recent pictures of Walter. But I'll anyway, hold so- those up while you talk since I'm screwing everything up. That's no, you're doing fine. So they made Molly. So Molly's got it next week. She starts going into work Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And she was like, I got to figure something out with Walter. I got I, I don't know what to do because he's he's uh, he wants to be around her all the time because he's a nutball and he's a he's a puppy. So her vet also has doggy day camp where you can drop your dog off and they separate them into group big dogs and little dogs. And they take them out a couple times a day and the dogs get to they then they have times when the dogs can play with other dogs and socialize and blah, blah, blah. So you would have thought she was sending her firstborn off to boarding school in Botswana, the way she was stressing out about taking Walter to, to doggy day camp for the first time last week. So last Friday was the day she was going to take Walter. And see how it works. And she was very excited because she's like, well, I'll drop Walter off at 730. And then I can finally go to Starbucks. I haven't been to Starbucks since we moved down here. So this is going to be exciting. And then I can run some errands. And then later in the day, I can go pick up Walter and see how he did. Well, you know, if you're looking at these pictures, he's a cutie, right? So Walter's a cutie. Well, the people who work at the day camp just love Walter. And I guess at first he was a little hesitant with the other group, but then he went again this week and he's playing with all the dogs. And when Molly picked the, picked Walter up, they're like, oh, when all the other dogs were uh, after play group and they would go back in their kennels, uh, Walter spent most of the day being held by the staff because we just love him. He's just so cute. He's so cute. And then when she went to pick him up, uh, he went went two days this week. Because now next week he starts one day a week. They were like, oh, he's the, the one woman came out. Oh, I just love Walter. He's the best. He's so cute. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, and even Molly was like, this is a little much. <laughs> but here's my thing, Cody. Now, you're a guy who loves branding and social media. Mm-hmm. You know how important it is to get the word out, to create, mm-hmm. create a platform for yourself. Mm-hmm. Everybody who sees his dog says he's adorable. I said, Molly, here's what you do. You make Walter the unofficial mascot of your department. All the students who come in to have appointments with you guys get a picture with Walter. Walter dresses up for big events. At the end of the year, he's got his uh, cap and gown on, congratulating all the people that have come through the office. He's, you know, at the football games. He's He, you know... Tulane Walter is an Instagram hit, right? Dress up Walter like a pelican. Exactly. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want, I don't want to, you know, I don't want Walter to be an influencer. I was like, okay. I just thought it was a good idea. I thought it'd be a big hit. Who, first of all, college kids, college kids would love to see a dog around. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, just just picture him with a little cap and gown on. Picture him with a little Tulane shirt on. Uh, you know, picture him with the president of the university holding him in the palm of his hand. So many Pic- things. 
Yeah, Beautiful. she could she could go on trips and take pictures. Yes, post them on an album, take Ray them to Yosemite. Yeah, well, see, that's like most good ideas that I have, Cody. I'm just spitting into the wind. Mm. Nobody listens. Million dollars. Roger said, "Can't you put them in her purse and take them to work?" Uh, she ran that. I, I I asked that. I said, "If nobody's there, can you see if you can take them to work?" The other day, her boss was like, "Uh, well." There's no rules against it, but there's no rules for it. And I I don't know. It might be. So she was like, oh, no, that's fine. I just thought I'd ask. Um, but she only lives about a mile from work. So she can go home at lunch and let him out and uh, and do all that. And then that's one day. And then the other day, he'll be at a doggy day camp with all his friends. Sounds to me like she should have been more assertive. She got lozed. Listen, that's I like that you've turned it into a verb. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Uh, but... Yeah, she's so. So that's the that's the update on the uh, the grand pup. I'm very oh very excited to meet this dog one of these days. Yeah. Hopefully, the end of the month we'll meet him. And uh, but she, you know, I'm thinking I don't know if when Molly if if and when Molly ever does have a child, if I'll see more pictures and get more updates on the child than I've gotten on this dog. She is constantly updating us. There's a lot going on with Walter. It's very exciting. Um, but there's a point where she's like, oh, I just wanted you to see him. I go, I saw him 15 minutes ago. Did he change? Did, you know, has he grown? No. I go, what the, I'm, I'm good till tomorrow. I'll tell you, know, I'll take a look at him tomorrow. Send me a video or something. So there you go. I don't know. Anything else going on with you? Any big, any big updates? Any other big updates? I should say there's a lot of big updates. Playing Sid Meier Civilization 6. Oh, look, you can see yourself. Boom. Now, Gosh, wow. Ooh. I'm going it's down the rabbit control. hole with that. My control panel. Do you like play that. against people? Is that one of those things where you play against people? I can. We played some Smash Brothers on this over the weekend. That was a good time. Now that's not Twitch, right? Uh, no, Twitch is what you stream on. Uh, unless you're maybe unless you're the U.S. military. Did you hear that whole thing? No. What happened? Uh, the army and the navy have Twitch streams. Okay. Uh, you can watch. People in active armed forces, U.S. armed forces, military, active military, play video games and stream it on Twitch. And they use it as a recruiting tool. Yeah. And last week, AOC introduced or voted on a bill to ban the military from recruiting children for the military using Twitch. Uh, I don't know if it passed. I didn't really follow up on that, but I remember that was a whole thing last week because she kept tweeting about like, Imagine having to explain to Congress what Twitch is, which Ah, there's a lot of adults that you have to explain what Twitch is. It's just a live YouTube and most of the people on. Actually, that's actually not true. The the number one category, I guess, is makeup tutorials. On Twitch? Yeah. (laughs) See, I don't know. I've heard the term. I knew it was where people are getting involved. And, you know, I've seen a buddy of mine is like, hey, meet me on Twitch and we'll you know, do whatever it is people do on Twitch. And I'm like, what? You know, they're playing games or whatever. Uh, Cause I, I did it. I cheated on you, Cody. I did another show last Friday. Uh, I was on a show that used a different streaming service than we use. Um, but this guy's brother, it's Lenny Schmidt's quarantine comedy was the name of the show. I'll give Lenny a little shout out. Uh, but his brother, Mike, good friend of mine, hosted the 40 year old boy podcast uh, goes on Twitch and plays video games with uh, some of his listeners. And I, I wasn't sure what that was. I wasn't sure if it was a handheld uh, game system. Uh, however, you know, now I know it's a streaming thing. I, I, who, who's playing games? 
guess what? In two weeks, Brian, on this very quarantine cast. Yes. Uh, a week from this Sunday. So I'll give you some dates. August 16th through 22nd. It's Sunday through Saturday. Got it. August 16th through 22nd is this year's edition of Summer Games Done Quick. I've mentioned this on the show before. It's the seven-day, 24-hour-a-day video game speedrun marathon. Oh, God. I've mentioned this on the show, and I've talked a little bit about it. I won't get into it now because I'll save it. Save Um, it. But it's my favorite. So I'm actually taking a day off work that week. (laughs) Are you you, uh, participating in this? To watch people play video games. Oh, just to watch them. Yeah. Um, that sounds absurd, but two things. First of all, our company said that you're you're normally allowed to roll over vacation days, my employer, right. after the end of the year. But because of the pandemic, if they allowed that this year, then everyone would roll over vacation days next year uh, and the company would not be operating at full capacity right. because everyone would have like an extra like several days off. So this year, when the pandemic started, they announced that you could not roll over any vacation days from 2020 to 2021. Oh, so God. everyone has to use them. Yeah. And I've been so busy, I haven't had time to use them. Take a day. Uh, so a ton of vacation days. So I'm going to take one. So, uh, so are you going to get one of these people on the quarantine cast with us? One of these speedy game maniacs? I'm not going to, but because the quarantine cast is what the quarantine cast is, because we're actually online... Instead of when we're on the radio, I can't really describe it very well. Right. Oh, we can watch some of it. I think we'll be able to share some of the stream, actually. Good. Maybe then you can. Then maybe then you can explain the allure of this. Yeah, exactly. Because it sounds it sounds uh, incredibly boring to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if maybe if I see it, are they going to be in a stadium? They usually, oh, they usually, oh, rent, usually are, but not this year, probably. Not a stadium. They usually rent at a hotel, and they play okay. it in a big ballroom in a hotel. They, there's like a few hundred people seating capacity. They, yeah. they pack a pretty good crowd for it. I mean, there's a lot of participants. This event, I should also mention, raises money for charity. They typically, the last couple marathons have raised $2 million wow. for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Very um, nice. And or Doctors Without Borders, depending on they've switched charities a couple times, but it's it's really reputable. Um, it has really good ratings on like charity websites. So uh, gamesdonequick.com is the website. But okay. uh, yeah, in two weeks, it'll be on. So I'll try and share some and show you and try to explain the appeal. And then you can all see Brian get that look on his face again. Like yeah. we were talking about board games before. Well, I, it's yeah. I think this will be better because I'll get to see what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then then I can process it a little better. Because mm-hmm. putting it in my brain, I mean, I forget what show, whether it was um, Silicon Valley or something else where they were putting together video game teams. Uh, maybe it was Ballers. That's what it was. It was Ballers with The Rock. Uh, oh, speaking of The Rock, Cody, you know, our, uh, our quest to be XFL announcers fell flat because uh, Vince – went bankrupt again, but now The Rock and his partners have resurrected the XFL. So I believe our our dream of being XFL announcers uh, is alive again. Now we just have to figure out how to get a hold of The Rock. 
This is all we should have been talking about for the last two hours. I know. I don't know how we forgot. Both of us <laughs> forgot that the XFL is coming back thanks to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Before we get into that, let me, before Roger has a, a conniption, Roger is posting a number of things. <laughs> One, The Unplanned Life is on Kindle. Uh, the soft cover copies are still available with autographs. Uh, the audio book of The Unplanned Life is being worked on, and uh, Roger is not going to Disney this year. He finally wised up after, uh, you know, I told him I loved him, but uh, told him not to be an ass that he had to postpone that trip. All right, there. We got the Rogers plugs are out of the way. The Unplanned Life is Rogers' book. Uh, go to Eckhart'sPress.com or just Google The Unplanned Life, and you'll be able to get uh, you'll be able to get a copy of that book. All right, what'd you what'd you think when you heard that The Rock and his partners had bought the XFL for only fifteen million plus? They owe some. Uh, it's more than fifteen million because uh, I think Vince owed some money, so there's uh, there's money to be owed. And then they paid $15 million for everything else. So totally beyond amazing, just completely beyond amazing. Um, do they actually believe, do you think The Rock is delusional enough to believe that it could actually work? It's failed twice. Do you know how much The Rock had to actually pay? Like he could show up on a movie set for about three hours and get $15 million to just, you know. Well, he only had to pay like a third of that. He needed five. Yeah. No, that's, this is not a problem for him. Okay. Uh, Plus, does he get, is this a, is this an F you to Vince? Like, hey man, we'll make it work because you couldn't. They have to have a good, I mean, so I immediately tweeted this. I tweeted a link to uh, when Vince McMahon bought WCW, the angle they ran on WWE television was Vince March to the ring and he's the bad guy and he's like, I bought WCW. I'm in charge of my competitor now. And then Shane McMahon walks out, his son in real life. Shane McMahon walks out on WCW Nitro during the simulcast, during the last episode. And Shane goes, Vince, you're full of it. You wanted Ted Turner to show up at WrestleMania to sign a contract. Well, that's the opportunity I needed because the contract does say McMahon, but it says Shane McMahon. I bought WCW. And then Vince is just like, what? What? And then like it kicks off this like WWE WCW feud, even though like, oh, Vince nice. really it, but it was just, oh, it was such good television. It was so amazing. That's all I could think of. All I could think of is like some boardroom where Vince is sitting yeah. there despondent with his bankruptcy paperwork. And then The Rock just comes in. He's just like. Can you smell what The Rock is buying? Dude, I'm so into it. That's all I could think. Well, so it's good. it's pretty much mimicking the Ballers show. Did you watch Ballers with The Rock? Yeah, I did. So this is, this is Spencer Strasmore buying an NFL franchise. This is the rock thinking that one of his characters is real. And I love the rock. I do. I'd watch the rock in pretty much anything. Um, so I, I hope it, I hope it does work because truly when we are, uh, when we are announced as uh, booth announcers for some team, what the Sacramento sidewinders or whoever it is, uh, I'm, I'm down. I'm down with management. I'm down with ownership. Well, Let's hope that they make some changes because Vince's 2020 XFL did not have a Chicago team. I know. So uh, if anybody knows The Rock, <laughs> tell him that we know what he's got cooking. We have something simmering on the stove ourselves, and we'd like to serve it up to him hot and tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Think he'll go for it? Why not? I mean, a couple of jabronis, a couple of jabronis calling the game. Is we can meet him on. We, uh, know the our, we know our role. We do our job. Let's meet him on the corner of Know Your Old Boulevard and Jabroni Drive and uh, see if maybe maybe we can check into the SmackDown Hotel. That would be fantastic. Roger in the chat insisting that he knows someone that worked on Ballers with The Rock. Um, hit him up, Roger. All right, Roger. See if we can get The Rock on the quarantine cast. If the, Oh, if The Rock came on the quarantine cast even for three minutes, that would three be – Three minutes, we, 30 seconds. Yeah, we only need it for 30 seconds. We need to kind of say, hey, guys, I bought the XFL. We, we know. And then, then he'd be gone. All right, um, Roger. We've given it – We you know. Having having seen The Rock in person, um, really? I guarantee you, yeah, in the in the WWE Raw, is he in fact the most electrifying man in sports entertainment? You joke, but I don't. I guarantee, I I guarantee you, if he ran for president, he would win. Guarantee. Please don't, don't though. There is no one I have like. There, there is. A, Who doesn't yeah. like The Rock? No, but there is an like there is a feeling in the air when he comes out, and his ability to have a crowd on the like. I mean, I've gone to a lot of live pro wrestling events, and I've seen a lot of wrestlers I really like. There is nothing I've ever seen like The Rock live. Um, he just has this presence and this charisma that it's uncontainable. It's it's completely unreal. It's just. I don't even know how to describe it. Like pe- people have talked about how Bill Clinton apparently had this like magical power when you saw him in person. Right. Um, I would have to imagine that this is, that's the level the rock is on, but the rock is like even bigger, but no, dude, it's, it's something else. It's what? not just a good performance or like a great entertainer. Like there's something next level about him. That's intangible that I can't even describe that puts him above any, anybody I've ever seen live in any context. It's totally unbelievable. All right. Well, listen. I I am a huge fan of The Rock. I am. Uh, I think. I think we'd be a perfect addition. Something. We could do something. Let's go, dude. So Ro- Roger claims he's got a connection. We'll see. Somehow, I think somebody who was on Ballers probably not as close to uh, Dwayne as we as we need to get. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I know one or two showbiz folks. If somebody could put us in put us in touch with The Rock. We would love to. Uh, we'd love to have him drop by the quarantine cast just for a, uh, you know, a minute. Literally one minute. He'd do it from his car. He'd do it from his shower. He'd do it while he's dropping one. We don't care. You do it while you know. Maybe he's cooking, and we can actually smell what he's cooking. That would be. Ooh, there you go. That'd be terrific. Rock from the kitchen. Rock, what are you cooking? You better smell la, 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 what I'm cooking. Do a little cooking be, segment. I like that. We'll be, yeah, cooking segment with The Rock. <laughs> All right. So then uh, that week, that's two weeks from tonight when we'll watch some of this uh, video gaming uh, tournament. That will be fun. Who knows? We'll start. Uh, so we've got this, uh, this streaming system works pretty well. So we can add, we can add another guest, correct? So we, it should be no problem to get a guest on here. Yeah, we gotta get uh, we gotta get the boys on. We gotta get the beer yeah. guys on sometime. Yeah, I'm very uh, you know I've been drinking light beers, uh, but this Friday or last weekend was the big weekend where everybody started unveiling their Oktoberfest beers. 
Oh. And you know I am a sucker for Oktoberfest beers. Like me some Dunkles. And uh, they're, they're out at... I didn't go and get any. I fought, I fought the urge. Because Buckle Down released theirs. Pollyanna released theirs. Others are on the horizon within the next couple of weeks. And I was like, oh, the Oktoberfest beers are here. Did I tell you yeah. I had to take... Did I tell you I had to take the day that I went to my mom's last Thursday to for the initial cutting? I had to bring her a case of Summerlee. <laughs> she was like, how long will it last me? I don't know. Where do you want? Well, all right. I don't want to I I don't want people to think I'm drinking alone. She doesn't like drinking alone. We went over that. Yeah. Right. So I brought her a case last week. Case of Summerlee. Uh put it in the fridge. She still had eight, she still had eight beers left from the, the previous case. Wait, so she hadn't downed it. What happened with the what happened with the right wing talk radio part of this story? Oh, all right. So, so she'd been asking me all week to bring her two jars of pickled beets. And I was like, okay. Uh, so I go to two jewels before the first day. No jars of pickled beets. There's places on the shelf where jars of pickled beets should be, but they're all sold out at two jewels. So I go to her house. I said, I couldn't find them. Uh, I'll come back. When I come back, I'll, you know, I'll keep going to the store. I'll keep looking, but I, I don't know why. Oh, well, okay. Thank you. So then I'm going back on Saturday. I went to two more jewels. At one jewel, they had no jars of pickled beets, but they had one, count them, one can of pickled beets. So I got the can. I was like, well, it's better than nothing. Then I go on the way to her house. I stop at a second jewel. Now I'm up to four jewels. They also had one can of pickled beets. So I take her. I say, hey, all I could find you were these two cans of pickled beets. I go, what's the deal? You used to make, when we were kids, when I was little, you used to make pickled beets. We never ate them, but she and my dad loved them. Uh, are the cans going to be okay? She goes, yeah, yeah, I'll just put onions, whatever. I said, well, what, what's going on with the beets? Oh, I've been listening on the radio. And uh, they're supposed to be good for I, – I, she, she didn't really remember what exact health issues the beets were supposed to be good for. But they're good. And I said, oh, okay. And then she said, yeah. Now, the guy on the radio, he sells his as pills. But I'm like, I'm like what guy on the radio? <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, it's, it's, he's on WLS at night. Uh, Shapiro, I go, Ben Shapiro's on in the afternoon. Is it him? No, it's not him. I go, Mark's, Michael Savage? Yes, that's it. I listened to him, and he's selling beet pills, and I didn't want to buy the pills, but I figured I would just eat beets, and I'm like, oh, God. I said, why are you listening to Michael Savage? He's the host of Savage Nation. He's ultra, ultra right wing. Yeah. Well, because then I get the story that the other people, and I'm like, okay, I got to go. See you later, Mom. I didn't even want to get into it with her because I don't want to fight with her. I don't, you know, whatever. Uh, but it was, yes. So she's listening to uh, Michael Savage and she's buying beat beats because uh, he told her. And now she's convinced that the reason they're sold out at all these jewels is because everybody's listening to Michael Savage and everybody's buying beats. So... Uh, Roger says Bridget used to use them for her rheumatoid arthritis. Sally says they're supposed to be good for memory. Um, I don't know, but I mean, beets are very healthy for you. There's lots of vitamins and minerals. 
Sure, but I don't know if you're if you're buying beat pills from uh, Michael Savage if they're as good, or Mark Levine or whoever she's buying them from. I don't know much about beat pills. That's, I don't know uh, either. Uh, but I do know I do know I'm not going to argue with her about her choice in uh, choice of uh, ultra conservative radio hosts. That's mm-hmm. it's not going to. I I just can't do it. You know. What can you do? Sometimes you just have to say, uh, okay, that's it. Uh, I got to go. <laughs> and that's how it's getting with a lot of things. I try not to um, try not to uh, argue with her anymore because yeah, it's fair. She's, you know. I actually had a dream like two months ago that I was a referee for the XFL. Really? Yeah. Who was playing? Maybe it was Premonition. Oh, maybe this could be it. Could be looking ahead, trying to find out what 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 we're gonna do. Huh? Well, I hope so. I, I had a I had a dream the other night that uh, somebody was grazing horses on part of my mom and dad's yard, uh, and I got into it with them because I had been walking down the uh, I walked down the whole block with my weed whacker, carrying my weed whacker and a big bottle of Coke. And when I got there, there was a fence around this portion of my mom and dad's yard, and there were horses in there that were laying there looking dead. And uh, I panicked and I said something and the horses got up, but then, and they were like ponies, little miniature horses. And, um, then this truck pulled up and people got out and I said, Hey, do you have permission to have your horses on this property? And they're like, yes. And I was like, you're effing lying. And then my dad came out. Now my dad's been dead for years, but my dad came out and told me, yeah, they can have the horses there and I'm selling my grills. Why are you selling your grills? And suddenly he had a big Weber like yours, which he never had. And he had pulled the grill out of the, the gas grill out of the ground. And it was sitting on top of the Weber grill. And he was like, yeah, I'm selling my grills. I'm like, what's going on? So there's, there's my weird dream. It had nothing to do with the XFL, but I couldn't figure it out. Hmm. My grill, uh, went from a first propane tank today. Yeah. First one's out. So now you got to go back to, uh, go swap it out, right? Do what? You got to swap it out. Yeah. 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 Go go swap the empty for a full one. Yeah. So I'll grab the full one that's in my garage. Because my dad's nice. a very smart man. He was like, you always got to have a backup tank, which I do. You know what? Your dad is smart. And I did that for the first time. Now, I've always had, I've had for a long time an extra, uh, what do you call them? What tank? Had an extra tank. Wow. I need a beat pill. Quickly. Uh, somebody bring me my beats. I had a, <laughs> I had an extra tank, but it was empty. It was just sitting in the garage. And the last week, I was going to cook a uh, pork tenderloin on the grill. And I was like, and I could see by my thing, didn't look like I had much gas left. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the empty tank from the garage, go get a full one, just in case in the middle of the cook, my gas runs out. Well, now I've cooked three times. The gas still isn't out, so my gauge must be all screwy. But I, I do have a full tank of uh, propane in the garage. Sitting on top of a box of oily rags. That's probably okay, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I don't think there's going to be any problem with that. That's fine. So, uh, oh, Auntie Nellie's Harvard Beats. They didn't have those either, Janice. They had a, they had again rows and rows where these Auntie uh, Aunt Nellie's Beats were supposed to be. The Harvard Beats, the pickled beets, the whole beets, uh, sliced beets. I'm like, I'm like the Forrest Gump of beets. All of a sudden, I know all the beets. Um, they didn't have any of them. By Dre. By Dre, yes. Yes, I, I, 
Now, some people like the Antonellis. I like the Dr. Dre pickled beets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find them overpriced and not really much better than other beets, but they're still there. Christine says they're out of stock everywhere. Uh, can't get Antonellis pickled beets in the jar. What's going on? See, this is where it starts, Cody. We all thought it was going to be toilet paper again. This time it's going to be beets. Everybody's hoarding pickled beets. I have no desire to hoard pickled beets. Yeah, I wouldn't I do no, that. I have no desire to. I did, uh, before we get out of here, I did uh, I did give in a little bit. Um, bought some extra toilet paper the other day. Because now for the last month and a half, every time I go to Sam's, they're out of toilet paper. They're out of their, their you know, Maker's Mark or not Maker's Mark. They're whatever the Sam's Club brand is that comes in the big thing and you get nine rolls in the pack that I always buy because it lasts us for months. But I've noticed over the last couple months, they haven't had it. So I was like, uh-oh, here we go again. So we had a few, we had a few packs still in the house, and I picked up some at uh, like a, an off-brand at Target. But the other day I was in Sam's, and there it was. They had a freshly delivered pallet of toilet paper. Nice. I, I, I didn't swipe one. I bought one. And then I got to the car and I was like, I should have bought two. And I like, no, you shouldn't have bought two. So now in our house, I did the I did the tally. We've got about 83 rolls of toilet paper. Oh, all right. That should last us a little bit. Unless I go on a beet craze and uh, it doesn't agree with my stomach. So if that happens, you know, <laughs> I burn through those 85, uh, I, I burn through those 85 rolls of toilet paper, 82 rolls of toilet paper. Christine in the chat said members mark. <laughs> members mark. Yes. Maker's mark is the bourbon. That I finished off the other day when I had another proper, uh, proper old fashioned. That's amazing. When you said, uh, when you said, uh, oh, here we, oh boy, here we go again. Uh, that's the way I feel anytime I see a tweet that anything is opening. <laughs> oh my, here we go again. Get ready. That's Get what ready. I feel every time I open my eyes in the morning. Every morning. Oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> Just... Pro tip: Don't open Twitter ever. Oh no, you can't open Twitter. No, I've this. I started having this issue last week where I was like, I can't, I need to, I need to really, and I know you've done this. I need to make a concerted effort not to go on stuff because I was finding myself getting depressed and angry and it was not working out. So I think I'm going to have to, uh, I think I'm going to have to pull back and just come on the Brian Noonan show page to do, uh, you know, to talk to the folks and tell them where we're going to be. Yeah. What is Facebook like right now? Because I haven't, I haven't looked at my, I haven't Dude, looked at it. You don't want to, you don't want to see it. Three months. So is, is everyone just posting like their opinions about what should happen? Uh, between the president and COVID and everything else, yeah, it's just, it's vicious. I was doing some work yesterday, and the governor's press conference came on, and oh, yeah. I think, I think it was WGN TV was like, we're live with the governor. I was like, oh, let me see what the governor has to say for a minute. I clicked on and I'm watching the governor and unfortunately the comments are running down the, uh, the right side of the screen. And after about two minutes of looking at some of these comments, I was like, I'm done. I'm out. I'll read it. You know what? I'll read the paper later and find out what the governor had to say. That's uh, that's probably better for me to do that. Yeah. And Twitter, there's nothing on Twitter. That's not, not bad news. You know, and then I find myself buying into it and retweeting and I'm tweeting some things and it's like, ah, (laughs) You know, that's pretty funny. Well, uh, I'm glad I'm not on Facebook, really. So that's that's nice. That's nice. Also, did I tell you this last week? I opened Insta- Instagram and scrolled it for the first time in like no. two months. 
I thought you had deleted your thing. I don't get Instagram, dude. I deleted the app, so I don't really have it. But I open it for a minute just to – I open the pay- site just to be like, what is – every time I go on, it's like people I don't really know. I don't know why I still follow them. Like right. I just end up unfollowing people, and every time I go to search, it's just a, bu- it's a bunch of like naked women basically. Like a- Yeah, it's uh- – Sexy that, cosplayers, and because and, thankfully, because I've liked pictures of bears and meat, I get a lot of uh, I get a lot of uh, food and nature shots, which I enjoy. Good. But then there's also a lot of a lot of really scantily clad women uh, with their thirst traps. Am I the only one that thinks it's just like a straight ad half the time? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ads. Yeah, swipe up, swipe up. You know. Subscribe to this. Do my uh, do my OnlyFans, my this, my that, uh, and then a million different commercials. And God forbid you look at one. Uh, I made the mistake of you know clicking on one ad for masks. Now all I see is ad for ads for masks. That's pretty great. It is great. All right, let's start wrapping this up because uh, it's late and you've got to work and you, I'm sure you have to put product in your hair and um, I'm sure there's something I have to do. I don't know what it could be. Um, I don't know. You know, I might go have a beer. Yeah, what do you got? You got beer down there? I'll have one, yeah. Wow. What kind are you going to have? Did you try any of those that I brought you? I actually did. I had the one with the pirate flag on it. It was really good. I haven't opened the other one yet the because one I didn't want to put it out flag. so my friends would drink it all. The boots, um, you mean? That's a Louis, That's Louisiana. Louisiana yeah. exclusive. The one with the flag on it. Yeah, you said a pirate flag. Oh, did I? It's, yeah. it's a pirate in my head. I don't know. All right. Oh, so you Louisiana tried the boots? Did you enjoy it? You enjoy like the boot, yeah. Yeah, it's a nice just hang out like right no summer beer. Yeah, yeah, and the other one I think you like too, Paradise Park. Yeah, that one, and and I'm waiting to. Uh, well, now my friends are gone, so now I'm gonna refill the the beer fridge and nice drink it all and not offer it to anybody. But well, thank you again; those are very good. No, that was listen. It was my pleasure. It was the least I could do. I'd been promising you some Louisiana beer. That's real. To be honest, that's really why we're going to go down there at the end of the month. It has nothing to do with Molly's birthday. It's that we're out of uh, out of Louisiana beer and coffee, so we have to we have to mm-hmm. smoke in the bandit back down there and bring it back across state lines. You know. Yeah. So. I worry um, that I might have ruined a very good beer. Well, what? When I opened the fridge to pack it with one more. 15 cases of beers before my little thing last weekend. I opened the fridge and on the top shelf, the whole top shelf was sticky. And it was because I had a, a tall boy kind of like can of like a coffee flavored stout that I didn't even like. We were going to like make chili with it. Okay. So it was in the back of the fridge and it exploded. Oh, um, no. It was right next to the vent because it was really cold. So and I wiped it off. I had to take the shelf out. It was very annoying, but no problem. But right next to that beer is where I have an unopened 2019 proprietor's blend Bourbon County Stout. Okay. Now it's still in the box. Oh, so you think it might have gotten too cold? I'm worried it might have gotten too cold because no. you're supposed you're supposed to keep stouts at a lower temperature. Right, but then you can, but you're supposed to drink it kind of a little warmer. So you just, when you're going to drink it, just take it out and, you know, take it out and let it let it warm up a little bit before you drink it. You don't think it'll ruin the flavor by being that cold? I don't think so. All right, hope so. Think, we'll find know. out. Yeah. Oh, well, that's if I, that's, 
That's true. If I get you over here by the end of the year, I will split that proprietor split with you. Listen, don't. It's too late now. I'm now that I'm on the wagon. It's too late. What wagon? The wagon that's going to take me downstairs to get a drink. (laughs) Good. Like how I did that. Clever. I'm clever. Hey, during the week when we're not here, uh, you can still hang out with us. You can go to curiositydaily.com and uh, listen to Cody every day with his uh, fantastic curiosity daily podcast. It's a science podcast for people who don't really know science. So you can uh, learn a lot in a short amount of time, right? It's super fun. Check this out. It is super fun. Uh Uh-oh. What's this? Did you win? Boom. No, it's the Webby Awards 2020 official honoree podcast, Science and Education. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Wow, wow, wow. The other day. Pretty, pretty jazzed. That so is very awesome. nice. Now, is that the one we were voting on? No, the one we were voting on, finalists are announced next Monday. So next mm. week on the quarantine cast, I'll let you know if we're a finalist. Fingers crossed, but congratulations on being an honoree. So go to curiositydaily.com. And then you can always go to uh, my channel on YouTube and check out Socially Distant. But the best place to find out everything that's happening, of course, is right here on the Brian Noonan Show page on Facebook. Uh, Did we mention that the podcast is part of the Discovery family of brands? I don't think we did, but now we did. And guess Uh, what you'll be learning about next week, Brian? What? Guess what next week is? Shark Week. Shark Week. Maybe we'll have a shark as one of our guests. Uh, yeah, a shark. we're actually talking to a shark. Yeah, that would be great. Or what if what if one of us has somebody in a shark costume knock on the door and do the Saturday Night Live thing? Land shark. Maybe that'll happen. Who knows? Candy Graham. Land shark. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do shark stuff next week, but also we'll do, yeah, we'll do shark stuff. Um, all right. Well, thank you everybody for watching. Thank you for commenting and hanging out with us every week. We appreciate it. Thank you, Cody, for the, uh, the loan of this uh, beautiful new mic to make me sound even more professional than I already am, which I didn't think was possible. Uh, charge your headphones. Good luck. Listen, good luck with Lowe's lay down the law, drop the hammer on them. That is uh, unacceptable. Thanks. Good luck tomorrow when he's. Is your poem going to be on the corinth on the on socially distant? Uh yes, I did that today. That was okay. uh, that right. was on socially distant today. My little uh, my little Dr. Susian endeavor. I just was I was sitting in the bathroom and I started rhyming uh, Yosemite with <laughs> all kinds of words. That's listen. That's what my life has come down to: rhyming on the toilet. Uh, it's actually the name of my memoir: rhyming on the toilet. Roger's Ooh. got the unplanned life. Mine rhyming on the toilet. So you have that to look forward to. Anything else we need to plug? Anything else we need to uh, mention? No, I just wanted to tell people they should go check out Socially Distant to rehear that amazing poem because that was fantastic. It was not. It was so dumb. It was uh, good so luck bad. tomorrow when guys with sledgehammers start whacking away at your wall there. Yeah, wish me luck that this whole uh, room doesn't collapse. <laughs> that would be awkward. Um, that whole thing just slides off the back of the house. Given all the home improvement minor mishaps that have occurred, it uh, wouldn't surprise me, honestly. It will be fun. All right. I will talk to you next week. Thank you again. Thanks all of you for watching and commenting and being here. Uh, Wear a mask. That's all I got to say about that. Wear a mask. Good night, Cody. Wear a mask, but don't wear pants.